Welcome to Adlib and D, where a group of amateur role-playing enthusiasts run a weekly live stream D&D 5e game with a twist. The viewing public can vote on a large group of random concepts before the episode takes place. Once tallied, the DM will select five of the ten most popular random concepts and tailor that episode of the game against the chosen random concepts. Anything can happen, no episode will be the same. You can find where to vote on Discord on the Filthy Pigs Discord server. You can find that on Twitch and also in the YouTube channel. Anyway, moving on to the adventure at hand. The story that's happened so far is that we have had a group of three adventurers helping out a uh, NPC by the name of Cordwin Brown to gather his uh, lost teleporting clothes. They have retrieved all the items, uh, but that wasn't before they've lost their first character, a uh, Dimble, uh, a forest gnome who was uh, told to report back to the Siren, which is the head uh, thief, uh, head thief of the uh, local thieves guild here in Medanio. Luckily, they managed to run into a separate character as they were heading out of the town last episode by the name of Jace, and he has agreed to uh, help them to get the best uh, out of Cordwin Brown with the returning of the items. So now we find the group just uh, re uh, arriving back in Medanio, and the, the uh, afternoon sun is beating down on them as, as they head towards the uh, courtier's reprieve. So up to you guys. So honestly, uh, Namtar, there's, there's uh, Jace. There's, there's no need. I promise. We're uh, we're good. We've got this. Uh, we've already negotiated. It was difficult enough. No, no, I insist. I insist. I mean, this uh, he could not have possibly uh, imagined how difficult uh, this job was going to be. And six gold, it's insulting, really. I mean, you, you fellows, let me uh, have a chat to him. I'm sure I can uh, get him to pay you much more than that. Well, I think I can get him to give you at least 12. I think you need to remember about the chest. We should focus on the chest. Well, I'll need to see the chest anyway, so I, I may as well come up and I'm, I can negotiate with him for um, for you, and uh, we, we can check out the chest while we're in there. I think it's a perfect plan. We can do both at once. Mm, You've raised some excellent arguments. Mm. I think we should all try to do a little bit of distracting and let the others do their best to observe that chest as best as possible so we can clone it somehow. This is fair, yeah. Let's definitely try and get a good look at that. Hmm. Yes, well, uh, cloning chests not isn't really a skill that I have, but... Uh, I uh, certainly can uh, negotiate with this chap for you, and I could uh, suss out the general lay of the land for you and see if we can uh, come up with any ideas. But let's get that. Let's get you a good price for uh, for all this, eh? Just don't forget, he is a gnome. He likes to fleece the truth a little. 
I haven't found gnomes to be that way at all. They seem to be largely... They're uh, really good at it, that's why. <laughs> uh, well, all right then. Well, let's let's see. We'll see what this chap's like, eh? Shall we go in? Yeah, mm. let's go in. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I am happy to enter. Be careful of the barmaid, or maybe she is the barkeep. I'm, I do not know. She sells... She's hmm, a little aggressive in how she prices things. She will even sell you water. Crazy. Oh, why? It should be free. I, I can't say I've got much use for water. Is that a You fact? drink it. Why drink water when you've got perfectly good wine? Hmm. I think that maybe is a good point. I'm still feeling a little, not, a little morose. So, yeah, maybe if you want to negotiate some uh, wine into this deal, that would be not a bad thing. Does the gnome have wine? He was very fancy, as I recall. There's a lot of fancy things up there. I might have. Well... We'll keep that in mind, hey? Oh, and hmm, he 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 showed us something else that uh, caught your attention, Alarak. What what was that thing he had again? Uh, Cordon Drum did he have? Uh... Some nimble dim- nimble dimble. Ha! <laughs> that's a that's a pun, I guess. The cloak of nimbleness he was going to give was this the. Something, a device that you caught your fancy. You recall that the um, item he was going to provide you if you retrieved his items in the specified time was called the Clock of Nimbleness, which is, it was a small fob watch-like uh, item. That explains it, because I remember it being a cloak. Okay, a clock. <laughs> Right, a clock. Did he demonstrate this to us? I do not remember if we asked for demonstration. That would have been good to do in the negotiations. Hmm, damn. We should have thought of that before. I'm sure you Still, can attempt it now. Let's see what this Jace fellow is able to do. Yes, let's. Okay then. So, uh, should we march in and you can point out this uh, gnome fellow to me? Most certainly. Okay. So you guys uh, head towards the uh, courtier's reprieve and you know, Jace, that this building is, as you head towards the direction that your uh, allies are pointing you towards, seems to be fairly close to the uh, Dragon's Eye merchant you uh, dealt with earlier. So um, you were using a disguise at the time, but um, it, it makes you feel a little bit nervous getting rather close to that same building. But, uh, yeah. But as, uh, as you go there, you, you um, find that the courtier's reprieve is the uh, main building in this courtyard. 
it's the one uh, as you can see on the map there uh, at the sort of middle left section it's the uh, white building so you you enter that building um, and you find that this is probably the highest class uh, in in Modanio. It's uh, has very fine wooden furnishings with um, uh, interesting interesting fabrics and uh, paintings along the walls. All the uh, all the uh, things like um, the forks and knives and and glasses are all uh, sparkling clean and and uh, have fine precious metal. <laughs> they they seem like fine uh finely wrought and crafted as as you pr proceed into the door the uh lady that uh met you originally nessie uh greets you again and says oh hello you've uh returned rather quickly are you after cordwin brown again jace does a sweeping bow and says my good lady, allow me to introduce myself. I'm uh, Jace Naiello. I've recently met the acquaintance of these fine gentlemen who you seem to already know. She gives you a, an appraising look and goes, well, aren't you a stunning specimen? <laughs> kind of you to say so, madam. Uh, you were uh, quite fine looking yourself, if I, you don't mind me saying. Oh, why, thank you. She sort of blushes slightly. Um, and then and then she looks towards you again, Jason, and says, Well, I, I guess it's an improvement from that uh, forest gnome you brought in before. He seemed a little uh, earthy, I guess you could say. Not really my type. Can I, can I like, do a perception check or something like this? Like, is she actually uh, that fancy or is is uh jace really just trying to um persuade her i guess be charismatic well i'm sure jace is trying to be charismatic but you can certainly do yeah. a perception check yeah I, i'm what i'm trying to do is what i'm saying is is um uh, well bonnie's kind of like uh, trying to figure out here um how jace handles things here so he's trying to sit there and think you know is she really uh good looking you know is this is this a way of working with words to try to get something so if if you're trying to work out reactions and and behaviors and such that would be insight. Yes. if you're sure. just looking at the uh if someone in your eyes is pretty or if you're looking for a particular object that would be perception so it's if it's behaviors it's inside if it's just yeah. visual visual effects then it's perception so behavior and that is a 13. okay so you, you certainly um, notice that nessie ha has warmed somewhat to jace jace is seems to be quite cordial he's he's wearing fine clothes that um jesse certainly notices straight off the bat and and sees as sees him as a potential target possibly for um discussion and such so for ripping off yeah <laughs> beyond that it, it's a bit harder to um see anything else mm. so in 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 terms of nessie herself like is does she look like someone like when she when jay started um talking to her she reacted well to the words oh yeah definitely and, and she's human or she's human yes yeah 
Okay. Mid mid twenties human. Ra rather revealing clothes and uh, the way the way she's moving at the moment towards Jace, like as in um, her her movements, uh, trying to take advantage of that. Hello again, Miss Nessie. I wonder if I might, if you might have strong drink available. We always have strong drinks available for the right price. And I wonder what that price might be because I'm, I would like something strong. Well, our finest liqueur is the Dwarven Firebrand, but that sets you back a, a pretty penny. It's worth every, every cent, though. That would be two gold for a, a uh, nice tumbler glass of that. And this Dwarven Firebrand, it is good for kind of deadening, deadening the emotions. I have not tried it myself, but I, I prefer the wines, really. But um, from the people I have discussed who have tried it, it certainly is quite a strong al alcoholic drink. And um, if you have too much, you're liable to fall unconscious. So yes, it, it certainly would deaden the senses, if that's what you're after. I think for two gold, that is a little bit too costly. I, if you just give me your strongest ale or mead, that might be better. She sort of nods and says, well, that will be about eight silver for the strongest mead. That is a, uh, a fine human ale that has uh, been uh, grown. The uh, barley was grown down in uh, Pontevino. And um, it is the Pontevino uh, light ale. Damn, you are expensive compared to the places where we live. I think perhaps I will say, screw that price. I am not paying. Fair. There must be gold flecks in, in that uh, uh, mead for that kind of a price. Eight silvers, you say? Wow. We only serve the best wine here for the best clients. As you can see, this inn is in the best location in this city, and it serves only the most important clients, as, as you are going to see now. Cordwin, Cordwin Mr. is Mr. an Mr. important Brown. client. Mr. Brown has no issues with that sort of cost. Really? <laughs> I see. And you are good friends with Mr. Brown? Well, I have seen him here on occasion. He lives back in the uh, gnomish lands lord and lee I see. but he does come here on occasion oh well i'm i'm sorry i did not mean to interrupt your conversation with my friend here mr jace it's quite all right are you guys interested in heading up and seeing cordwin brown or will you be happy to uh try some of the uh local wines we have in the cellar. Uh, my, my, my dear lady, I would be delighted to try some of the wines from your cellar, but uh, I fear duty calls. Uh, 
Perhaps uh, after we've finished our business with uh, Mr. Brown, uh, we could uh, discuss further uh, what you have done below. Oh, I, I will keep you to that, Jace. If you would like to follow me, I can take you up to Cordwin um, at this point. <laughs> Please lead the way. With that, she uh, spins on her heel and uh, strides towards the uh, staircase. Um, can you make a uh, perception check, Namta? You definitely get the twenty-two. Hint. You definitely get the hint that. Uh, the, the method of her walking towards the staircase is uh, intended to uh, show off her best assets. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. So you guys head up the stairs and um, she um, raps on the door slightly of Cordwin's, uh, Cordwin's room and it, you, it's the same room as before. There's a uh, short pause before you uh, hear Cordwin's voice saying, Come in, come in. And um, she opens the door and then um, gestures for uh, yourselves to uh, head towards the uh, open portal. Uh, as she leaves, I try to do the flourish that uh, Jace had done earlier. Make a performance check. This is not going to go well. 11. Jace was about to do a flourish, but when he saw Wabani doing it, he uh, uh, <laughs> gave uh, the, uh, Nessie a, a, a wink instead. <laughs> so Wabani uh, attempts the flourish he saw Jace do, and it is surfaceable, but uh, at one point his, his uh, movements are a little bit forced, and it doesn't quite have the same effect that uh, Jace did before. She sort of smiles and giggles um, at your performance, Wabani, and then heads heads on downstairs. She gives she gives a uh, a uh, sly wink towards Jace before she leaves. <laughs> I did that right, Jace. We can work on it later, Wabani. Hmm. Okay, so you head towards uh, head inside Cordwin's room, and the the same same uh, material is there at the moment the uh, small chest on the floor is is there and closed at this stage um, and as you guys enter he, he looks towards you and goes hmm I'm sure I noticed it was a, a, a different person when I saw you a couple of days ago what happened to him no 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 Mr. Brown I think you might be incorrect Jace was with us before it was just mm, delusion. <laughs> Make a deception check with uh, yeah, deception check with disadvantage, please. And and of course, I, I got a big grin on my face when I say this. <laughs> uh, that's a wow. fifteen. <laughs> Seventeen. Not oh, bad. Yeah, I, I was really expecting that to fail, but okay. <laughs> So with a, with a 15, he sort of looks at you, um, thinks on it for a little bit, and then sort of dis disregards the train of thought and goes, no, very I, well. I just... <laughs> no, I, 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 I joke, Mr. Brown. It was not. This is a, this is a new friend. Uh, 
uh, Dimble is um, uh, at the moment he is indisposed. Yes, that's the word. Right. Well, <laughs> Jason Ilo, a bard extraordinaire at your service, uh, Mr. Brown, sir. Well met, Jace. How is it you found yourself in the uh, in in the company of these two fine gentlemen? We rescued him. Is that so? Oh, um, we uh, rescued each other. I think might be the the kindest way to put it. Uh, there was some uh, bandit trouble on the road out of town, and uh, we. Uh, 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 Wabani and Alarak uh, arrived as I was uh, mopping things up. Bandit trouble, We'd... you say? Hmm? Indeed. Indeed. Well, that can't help trade matters. I'll have to uh, remember to mention that as, as I um, discuss the uh, trade deal between Lord and Lee and, and Medanio. Thank you for letting me know. <sighs> Well, there are fewer bandits today than there were uh, yesterday, I, I must tell you that. Um, but uh, on the subject of bandits, they did contribute to the job being a little more difficult than I think was anticipated when they originally struck the bargain with you. I mean, six gold is completely inadequate for the amount of effort required to uh, uh, produce for you these fine garments. and. Jace uh, flourishes towards... Uh, who's, who's holding the guards? Is it Wabani or Alarak? I think I've got two of them. No, he, he flourishes in your direction, anticipating that you uh, produce them. I will. <laughs> so he, Without any flourish, just very casually hold them up. So he, he looks to uh, Jace uh, with eyebrows raised and says, Six gold, you say? Hmm. I think your uh, companions aren't telling you the full story. Indeed, they were quite emphatic. But um, I'm glad to hear that you're uh, prepared to pay more than six gold. I think if we can uh, increase the sum, then I think we could all go away happy. The agreement was for 24 gold at the outset and 36 gold for the return of all the items. And if you did it within a certain time frame, you would get this uh, clock of nimbleness that um, I have crafted, which will help you out in uh, certain situations. Jace uh, gives uh, Alrak and Wabani a, a long, hard look, and then he says, See, gentlemen, I told you I could negotiate a better deal for you. Now, how about that, eh? Yeah, it was, you made it look very easy. <laughs> we, you must understand... Uh, good Cordwin. We, Jace is new to our uh, fine institution of the Dodgy Brothers Solution Architects. We needed to be sure that his tongue was as silver as he claimed. Well, well. I, I think as, we can agree that I've earned that I'm, a, a bonus I'm, uh, for negotiating such a fine increase to the six goal that you were previously anticipating. Hey, Wabani and Alarak. I, for yes. one, do not care how you split the gold, but um, I would like to see the items first. I can see two there that Alarak is holding, but where is the third? Where is the hat? 
that is ah, I, I have the hat. I, um, <laughs> I, I produce the hat. Um, oh, excellent. Excellent. Well, um, let me just uh, retrieve the uh, gold and the uh, timepiece, and um, you can be on your way. So I'm trying to watch extra carefully, uh, yep. looking about. As about, is Alarak. Uh, about the, the yeah. chest itself. The chest. Where he goes for the chest. Yeah, anything he does to unlock it. Yeah, just to work out the finer details. Okay. So he, he leans over. The, the chest is currently closed. He uh, waves his hand over the chest and uh, uh, mumbles something uh, softly. And um, the uh, chest door opens up. And then he uh, ducks in and pulls out uh, a small bag and a small leather satchel and uh, hands them over to yourself, Jace, and then takes the uh, items that he was requesting. So we'll just do that in a second. And uh, did we observe like his gestures that he did and the, and the words that he whispered? Like, did we hear them well? Um. He whispered quite softly. Uh, what languages do you guys know? That's a great I question. Know celestial and common. Common uh, and orc. It was orc, wasn't it? Common, draconic, and elvish. Okay, so none of you recognize the uh, language he used. It's never orc, no. <laughs> You'd be surprised for a gnome to be speaking orc to a chest that he, he deals with. Um, okay, so who wants the Clock of Nimbleness? I think you wanted that, didn't you, Alarak? I do believe that I've been struggling a bit trying to actually catch up to things. These last few encounters, uh, it sounds like it would help me. But I'm happy to, you know, find some other sh fair way of divvying it out if they want. So I we... distributed the gold. Um, so, mm -hmm. so he uh, passes you the bundle and the leather satchel, which contains the uh, clock. And says, "Well, that that was excellent. Um, if if I need your help in the future for any other uh, situations where your type will come in handy, I'm sure I will co get in contact with you." And. As he's saying, do, do we see what's inside the chest? I rolled a 14 on perception. Um, you do catch the sight of a, a couple of items of clothing. It seems to be some sort of small travel chest. So there's the effects to for his routine for bedtime and um, a few sets of clothes. And it's a bit hard to see anything else because he was partially covering the chest. Just so you know, Jace rolled an 8 and Alarak rolled a 22 for those listening and can't see. Um, well, Al Alarak so, heard him whisper, but he didn't understand the language. Yeah. And the, the, the chest itself, does it look like... It, you said it's a small travel type thing, so it doesn't look like it's moored down to anything. No, it's not. Not currently. And it looked uh, ornate? It is quite a, a ornate chest, yeah. So I I kind of uh, make a little uh, 
gesture to uh, Alarak, uh, a hand gesture that, that kind of was like a, um, you know, like like a okay the the forefinger touching the the thumb, and with the intent of of, and then my eyebrows raised up to kind of indicate. Did you see that? Oh, definitely. Yeah. I'll give him like just the, the quick nod, trying to keep it discreet. I saw, I saw it. Well, uh, Mr. Cordwin, uh, it was good, this little business you have given us. I am extremely curious, though. Um, are you not concerned these clothes will disappear again if they teleport like this this seems problematic well no no i think they were just a little um interested in in seeing the world a little bit but i think they'll be quite happy now i i have it all under control but thank you for your concern so you don't need this stone back well you can have the stone. It uh, will only last a, about a week or so before it disintegrates. Oh, fair enough. It's an interesting little... Yeah. It's quite, quite an interesting little thing. It would be useful. Uh, like If you could make those, that would be... Uh, it's, you're clearly a man of many skills. In, indeed I am. The realm of Lord and Lee is uh, filled with uh, interesting magics. You should come by sometime. Lord and Lee, this is... So Modanio is not your home. Oh, no, no. I, I live in the, the uh, Gnomish lands, the realm of uh, Lord and Lee, is, is what we call it. Ah. Now, I don't mean to be rude, but will I be able to enter any buildings there? Is it worth <laughs> visiting? <laughs> well... Uh, we don't discriminate uh, against any any one particular person. Um, I'm sure you'll be able to enter into buildings that you require. Oh, I, think I don't mean are they going to stop me? Uh, I mean, am I even going to be physically be able to get in the door if it's oh. the gnomish country? <laughs> right. Well, yes, you might have a little bit of difficulty getting into some of the buildings. Yes, but uh, the uh, larger, grander rooms and and houses would uh, be able to facilitate your height, as well as. Uh, the uh, traveling international inns, they they would have been designed to handle larger people, such as yourselves. I've Good to know. Never, it sounds like an excellent place we should visit. I've never been to Lord and Lee. Where is Lord and Lee on the road out of Modanio? Well, it's quite a, quite a distance. At least 200 miles from here. I see. And you come with caravan? No, no, just myself and my horse. This stone that you say will crumble in one week, is there a way that you might prevent such a thing from happening? That we might use it to find other objects? If, if you need to... Uh have a stone to retrieve other objects that would require a separate spell. This this one was just a temporary spell to uh, have an eye um, to trace the uh, clothes. Ah, I see. 
but I could provide you... that service for you, well, if the price is right, of course. Hmm. You, but I thought perhaps the retrieval of these most excellent and beautiful clothes that decided to leave you on an adventure would be potentially a part of good relations between your organization and the solution architects that we are. Well, I already mentioned that if I have uh, a separate uh, requirement, I will come and see you if I'm in Medanio at the time. Isn't that what you're after? Exactly, exactly. Now that we've proven ourselves, we do hope you're, uh, you think of us in future whenever you've got tasks. The Dodgy Brothers are always there. You can trust us. Well, that's that's good to know. Right. Uh, thank you very much. I, I think yep. that... Um, I'll... Before we go, though, you mentioned um, some problems. What might that have been about? No, I don't recall mentioning any problems as such, apart from my clothes. No. Ah, and the bandits. He said the, the bandits might be an issue. Yes. Well, yes, but you brought that to my attention now. I'm in the middle of a trade discussion between Lord and Lee and Modanio. Ah. The appearance of bandits may put a bit of a spanner in the works, as it, as it were. Is this perhaps something we might assist you with? Me? After no. all. Surely mm. you can discuss this with the correct authorities in Medanio. I, I have no sway in the matter. No, but I was concerned about your trade deal. Yes, but that is for me and Lord and, Lord and Lee to um, discuss with Medanio. The, the issue of bandits in in Modanio's realm is the problem of Modanio. It'll just mean that we will probably be increasing fees and such. I see. Sort of a, a risk payment. Hmm. And might I ask, who in Modanio are you um, doing the trade deal with? With the government here. Okay. Good to know. Thank you very much for your time. I hope to see you again uh, as a return customer. Indeed, indeed. I'll try and make sure I pass on any uh, any suggestions and recommendations to my colleagues as well. It has been a great pleasure to make your acquaintance, uh, acquaintance uh, Sir uh, uh I, uh, I hope we uh, get an opportunity to do business with you again. And for me as well. Thank you very much. Good day. Good day. Are you going to try and do a flourish for Bonnie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Bonnie absolutely will do a flourish. So we, we, when, once we've left the room, Jace turns to uh, Wabani and Alarak and says, uh, if you ch chaps wanted to go ahead and uh, uh, I, I can catch up with you later. I, uh, I think I might stay here for a little bit longer. Ah. Inside joke. <laughs> Go for it. Inside joke. <laughs> uh, yeah, fair enough. I've got these scalps to sell. So uh, I'll be back in a minute. Meet you back at the 
Does he know where our place is? Your place uh, is at the east. Oh, does he know? He, he's never been yeah. there. Uh, wh- mm. Why don't you tell me where you, where you want to meet up? Well. Uh, it's it's in the finest area of town. It's called uh, Dodgy Brothers. It's a, it's a fairly new building. Uh, if you ask around, you should be able to find it. <laughs> Do you know uh, Salt-Eyed Pete from the the market up uh, in the south? I think I've come across him, but he travels around the whole city with his cart, doesn't he? Well, he has a shop there as well. He definitely knows where we are, uh, where the Dodgy Brothers are. But we are just off of a park in the in the east. Oh, I think I know that spot. Yes, not terribly new though. Didn't you say it was new? It was. It's under new management. The building's not new. Okay, right. Reclaimed. Um. Yes. Are you sure that you are good here? I, I think that it would be your skills in persuading might be of good use with the guard um, they were mm, come my friend sure I want to he see is putting them again. he is putting his skills and persuasion to use elsewhere we'll go, we'll go get <laughs> we'll sell the scalps okay did you want to um, have a look at the item you picked up Alarak and uh, read, read through it or are you happy to just have a look at it I was going to do it in the yeah, uh, when there was a break when we were moving down. Sure. Um, so it is called the cloak of nimbleness, uh, and there is a clock of. Why do I think even as a clock? Clock of nimbleness uh, with uh, it keeps exquisite time, and it does have a bit of magical essence to it. Uh, on one side of it, there's a button. Uh, I'm imagining it like that movie. Uh, I think it was. Yeah. Um, and so when you click that button and press the command phrase, "Time is on my side." Uh, it activates, and you can cast the spell Expeditious Retreat as a bonus action. Perfect. Okay, so are you, you're hanging back here, Jace, at the Courtier's Reprieve, where, whereas Wabani and Alarak are heading towards the garrison? Jace's plan was to uh, go back down to the common room and flirt with Nessie for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, so we'll we'll uh, go with Wabani and Alarak for now. So you guys head down the stairs, and um, Jace heads towards to see Nessie, who's uh, standing behind the bar at this stage. Whereas you guys head mm-hmm. to you guys. Sorry, go on. No, I was just uh, it was like, mm-hmm. yep, <laughs> yep. As as you guys head towards the garrison, now I'll, I'll let you know the the scalps you have. Two two of them are. Pretty much bandit scalps. They have hair and such. Mm-hmm. Whereas the other three are scalps from cobalt, so they're just scales and such. So you might have a bit more of a difficult time trying to pa- uh, pass them off as bandit scalps. Just, just forewarning. Oh, well, I figured. All right. So it takes you about half an hour to travel down to the uh, garrison at this time of the afternoon. And um, as as you get there, you uh, notice that uh, Thelma is once again at the uh, reception desk of the garrison. 
and um, she's busy at work uh, on some documentation at this stage. I ah, do not Thelma. enter. I stay out, uh, and I'm, I'm like, Alarak, this, I, I do not want to meet this Thelma again. She, and I do not want to look at the scalps. Yes, that's right. No, the scalps is what bothered. No, Thelma, uh, I'm staying outside. All right, buddy. It's okay. I'll pat you pretty hard on the shoulder. Uh, you just wait out here. Business will be done in a sec. I will cover the door. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I'll uh, stroll confidently in. Take those uh, scalps I had, uh, all in just in, in one palm. Hey, Thelma, good to see you again. And just slap them right on a desk. Here you go. Mission accomplished. She doesn't look up. She keeps working on the paperwork that she's on. Uh, how long do you stand there for? Well, I mean, I did just slap five bleeding scalps on her desk. Uh, <laughs> she's still not looking up. Okay. Oh, well, wait. Just 60 seconds until okay. it becomes awkward. Okay. <laughs> so she keeps working away at the documentation and um, then finishes off the what she's been writing in about 30 seconds and then starts filing it in a drawer there. And then she moves her head towards the scalps and then looks up at you with uh, one uh, eyebrow raised and goes, do I recognize you? Well, yes, yes, you, uh, we came in inquiring about the bandits and you said you'd be giving us five gold per scalp, I believe it was. That doesn't sound like me at all. If we're retrieving scalps, that would be five silver apiece. Five silver, gold, it's confusing. Yes, one such as yourself would easily make that mistake. Right, well, what have you got here? And she sort of starts lifting up the scalps and goes, mm-hmm, yes. Well, I don't know where you got the um, these scalps here, pointing towards the cobalt scalps, but I'll certainly pay for the uh, two here. These, these seem fresh, and uh, certainly the descriptions that we have received about the bandits seem to align with these scalps so that'll be one gold what do you mean all five were attacking a, a merchant on the road is that so gonna make an, a deception check so that's an eight mm-hmm. really i i can't see um hmm, these look a bit like cobalt scalps can't see cobalts and uh, humans working or half elves working together Well, maybe they're desperate. Maybe they've got some. I don't know. I, we didn't stop to ask and inquire as to how this came about. We just stopped them uh, attacking a merchant. Right. Well, I will. Cl um, I will pay one copper for all of these cobalt scalps, and that's just to get you out the door. Uh. Yep, okay. Uh, I'm not exactly happy about it. We'll, we'll know in future just to leave the uh, the bandit kobolds in the in the forest and just leave the humans. Okay. Yes. Did you did you find out where where they came from? Not quite. They uh, we lost their trail in the woods. It was quite uh, they they're quite apt to. But we know where they're attacking people. We do know where they're attacking, and we can uh, follow their trail from there. Might give it another shot. 
but we didn't actually find their hideout, no. Listen, I, I appreciate you retrieving these scalps, and um, if you are able to find this bandit camp and clean it out, I'm happy to provide 100 gold for the service. 100 gold? And you don't care if there's kobolds in there? You want them gone as well? Just clearing out the bandits in general would be appreciative, yes. 100 gold? Uh, I didn't believe the Dodgy Brothers may be able to accommodate that. Let me let me talk with my uh, associates, and uh, if we clear out the bandits, we'll let you know. Excellent, excellent. Well, you keep me informed, and I will um, make sure that these bandits are clear. But I will expect detailed information of where the camp is so that we can verify your story. Absolutely. Of course, I would expect nothing less. Right. Well, here's your one gold and one copper, and um, I'll expect a report from you as soon as you are able. Thank you very much. Nice seeing you as always, Thelma. I give it a wink <laughs> and walk out. Okay. I've I thrown that in the party sheet. Um, I'll just leave that there for now, I guess. Mm-hmm. How did it go, Alarak? Dodgy Brothers have just been hired for a new task. She was Jeez. so impressed. Ah, that's good. So what does she want us to do now? Clear out those bandits. We have to find them, clear them out, and uh, tell the guards where the location of their base was once we've cleared them out. Cleared them out? Is she wanting us to kill them? That was definitely the implication, more than with the kobold. Like she just wanted them gone, however. No, the, the, the guard wants the bandits gone, as in under the ground. Is that a problem? I would rather not kill them again. Perhaps there is other solutions. Well... We are solution architects. I'm sure you can come up with something. Shall we head back? Come up with a plan? Yes, let's go see how Lucy is doing. Maybe the place is... I don't know. Maybe she's been busy. I, I mean, I, we could hope. We gave her a good bit of money. Maybe she's made the place more homey. I do not know. Or maybe she's taken... Well, there's nothing there for her to take. Just a stained sofa. And I don't think she could lift the same sofa anyway. So it's safe. Well, she seems to be resourceful, that little... minx. Now that you say that, you are quite right. We should go quickly and check on our sofa. <laughs> Who knows what she's done to the place while you guys have been away. Exactly. Now our eggs worried. If she gets hysterical... You deal with her. You, like, give her the mm, evil eye. How's this? And I'll give uh, Obani the evil eye as practice. Mm, yeah, n n well, uh, now that's not going to do it, Alarak. Maybe instead you can do... Um, ah, you know, I have it. Perfect solution architect idea. You can make her dinner. 
I just gave the the scalps to, to the guards. We don't have them anymore. Oh, uh, and Wobani scratches his head. He has no idea where the hell Alarak has just gone with his conversation point. He's like, um, yes, no, right. Oh, Alarak, one day I need to visit your homeland. It seems very strange, the things you say. I, I wonder if you still have issues with common. Must be the case. Shall we head back? And uh, start heading back towards uh, our dodgy brother's uh, fine establishment. As you guys head towards the dodgy brother's building, I will will swing back to the courtier's reprieve with Jace and Nessie. So what what are you doing, Jace? Um, So I I don't know the extent to which you want to roleplay this, but Jace's plan was to go back downstairs, uh, order a, a, a glass of wine from Nessie and uh, uh, engage in some uh, banter and light flirting and uh, see where it leads. Okay. So, you, you walk up to the bar and she goes, oh, well, hello, you're back again. Excellent. What, what is it you desire? <laughs> Uh, Jace gives her uh, a look up and down and says, uh, Well, um, to start with, perhaps a uh, glass of that wine that you mentioned you like, and perhaps one for yourself as well. That would be outstanding. Just a moment, I think I have the right bottle. And she sort of turns around and um, walks towards a, a certain section of the bar pulls down a bottle from the highest shelf, has a look, and then pops the cork and pours a couple of glasses, then uh, slides one up to you and goes, on the house, my friend. Well, hey, you but around thank you before. very much. Hi. We'll have to uh, make sure that uh, we make up for that. Indeed. So have you been here long? Oh, I've been uh, making my way up north. I uh, have uh, heard the the ladies up here in uh, Modanio, uh, the most beautiful in all the uh, all the kingdom. Oh, you get everywhere with flattery. Right. Well, if if there is um, what what else would you uh, be looking for here in Modanio? Are you looking at trading things, selling things? Uh, well, sir, you're uh, interested in uh, uh, conducting business, are you? I uh, had hoped a conversation could go in a different direction. Oh, we can't talk about both things. I uh, I was thinking we could uh, finish our wine and then perhaps uh, we could inspect the uh, the cellars that you mentioned earlier. Well, I I think that's probably a good start. And, <laughs> um, with that, she uh, skulls the wine in front of you and, and uh, looks at you with an arched eyebrow. Uh, Jace does the same. 
and we'll uh, offers her an arm. Fade... An arm. <laughs> we'll fade to black there. <laughs> For the best, I think. <laughs> I think so. Okay, so you guys, uh, that is to say, Alarak and Wabani, head towards your establishment, and uh, it's it's heading towards dusk now. You find that there is a, a light on on the first floor and um, a, a bit of light on at the ground floor as well. I would have stopped on our way um, by a- any local tavern that I knew where the prices was a lot more uh, to my to my pocket my pocketbooks uh, size I guess is well what I wanted to the, say. the cheapest establishment would be the filthy pig. Which is okay, kind of yep. on your well, way. Well, if the filthy pig was on the way, that's where we stopped. Or that's where I'd like to stop. Okay, so that's at the uh, southern gate. Yeah. It, it is the uh, lowest of the low where uh, inns and tamids. Absolutely, come, that's so. where I needed to go. Are you, are you joining him, Alarak? Uh, yeah, he needs, he needs a drink. Absolutely. Okay. So let's go to the filthy pig, Alarak. I need some some ale that doesn't cost me an arm, a leg, a finger, and a toe. Well, surely if it's already costing an arm, isn't the finger included? Not there. Not at the filthy pig. Come on, that's where Dimble had all of his problems. Remember? Right. We should definitely go there then. Yes. Sounds like a very respectable establishment. I think so. Just, just, just make sure you hide the clock. Is all. That's a good point. It's in my loincloth, then. That's the perfect place. Nobody goes inside there. A little bit harsh. Even your wife. (laughs) What didn't you tell me? You're hermaphrodites over there. That was never said. You said that. Oh, right. I said that. And it's fiance. She must be really worried about you. It's been a long time. Yeah, I definitely. I hope, uh, hope she hasn't given up. Maybe if we find a solution for this bandit problem, maybe that will be good a good way maybe we'll be have enough gold to start our way to back to your home fund an expedition absolutely i like the way you're thinking or but maybe before search that for people who know anything anyways yes we're almost there as as you get close you the uh, noise and the smell uh, precedes the uh, visual on the building. Even at this early hour, at dusk, the uh, there's bawdy music coming out of the filthy pig, and uh, there's a bit of raucous laughter going on. The uh, smell is a distinctive one from the filthy pig. It's the smell of uh, stale ale and hardly replaced uh, floor lining, as it were. Normally they have straw at, at the bottom of these uh, on the floors of some of these inns, and you, you suspect it hasn't been replaced in a while. So, when we're coming up, if there was a guy 
uh, who was kind of taking a leak on the side of the building, I, I would have given him a kick. Cut that out. Okay. No, I respect I respect the establishment. I want to make sure. No, they know. They know that I know that we know the filthy that, pig. That they know that we know that they will know. Yes. Right. So exactly. there is so there there is one guy who's standing there. He's a a portly looking fellow. He's sort of uh, leaning leaning against the alleyway of the filthy pig area and is uh, gently relieving himself. It's not shady eyed Pete, is it? No, this is not. This is not shifty eyed Pete. No. Oh, shifty eyed. <laughs> uh, so I give. I do. I do give the the portly fellow a boot, and I'm like. Yay, enough. There's an outhouse. Come on. It's disgusting. Who the th- who do you think you are? I... You will never know my name. I have no name. You can call me the sky. Now cut that disgusting behavior out. I don't know who you think you are, but but I I I I'm going home. Yeah. Y- yes, you better. Because if you do not then Donaru will be on you like a, a dog on a stick. He sort of looks rather confused and then turns around and stumbles down the alleyway. His name's Jace. <laughs> oh, that was a good one, Adarak. <laughs> you're not Just sure whether you're not sure whether he heard or not. Um, Jace you. needs to prove he can handle himself. I wasn't too impressed with those bandits. We had to rescue him. <laughs> Okay, so you head towards the entrance of the Filthy Pig. Mm -hmm. And as you slide through the uh, front door, the uh, smell and the music and sound, general sound, hits you a bit like a a fist to the face. It's already running um, at full tilt. There's hardly a space left at uh, the tables. And... um, there is even a fist fight going on in one corner at this stage that people are seemingly ignoring between two drunken humans. And, Excellent. Uh, Fantastic. <laughs> well, you know, normally I'd, I'd go and try to make a bet, but um, yeah, look, I'm going to uh, I'm going to just head to the bar. Okay. Can I just uh, look at look at the barkeep? Can you can I get a really detailed description of who's actually manning this bar, who owns it? So the person at the bar is a dwarven character. He's only just fitting over the bar itself, so you get a feeling he's only about uh, a little over four feet tall. He has red hair and a red beard. He's wearing leather leather leathers and black work pants. Well, you can't tell the pants at this position all right well i'll i'll head over do you want to get us a drink and i'll uh head over to make some bets and uh do some booking around the fight same as always alarak yeah yeah the cheapest uh stuff for the highest alcohol that's that's the, the good stuff right all right hello my master dwarf friend I hope you remember me from the other day and uh, and and remember how much respect I have for your establishment. I need a strong drink for myself and 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 my good companion, you must remember Alarak, the unique orc. 
he gives you a bit of a long stare and looks off to uh, Alarak and goes, Hmm, don't rightly know you guys at all. But ale, I can certainly pass on to you. I've got uh, uh, a nice uh, nice stout that'll uh, set you back three coppers. This is the one that has the highest alcohol content, if I'm if I remember. Oh, it'll knock your socks off. Excellent. That is the one. I need two of those, please. And I'm sad to hear you do not recall me. I, I remember you well, Mr. Um... Make make a history check. <laughs> Mr. Tears? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Tears. The dwarf called Tears. Uh, history check. Here we go. Yeehaw! It's a natural one. one. Fantastic. <laughs> you you have seen him before when you've been here. He's, he tends to be the barman, but you can't for the life of you know his name at all. I, 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 I say, I, I will say, uh, good master Tears. The name's Hedge. Hedge Thunderstone. Yes. Of, of course. I don't Hedge know where you're getting Tears right. from. Do you want this beer or not? Yes, I do. I do. I do. I, I, yes, please. Right. Well, hold on a sec. He sort of bends down, uh, brings out a couple of uh, large mugs, spits in one and wipes it down clean and then uses the same rag to wipe down the other mug and then fill, fills it up with uh, two foaming black liquids. That'll be Excellent. six coppers, thanks. I will pay that assuredly. I am so glad that you spit clean your uh, mugs. We don't see that often enough. It's the only way to be sure to sanitize them. You get to yes. know this when you work right, behind the Mr. bar. Of course, Hedgy. I, I, I could not agree more. The name's Hedge, not Hedgy. Oh, sorry. Yes. Right. I knew that. I... I I forget though. Are you the owner of this uh, fine uh, tavern? No, that that'd be my brother, Horace. Oh, right. Of course, I remember Horace. Yes, S certainly. Th thank you for this. I I should probably leave you be. I need to um. I need to drink this as soon as possible. Cheers, mate. And that, with that, he sort of uh, looks looks away from you and moves on to another patron who's busily trying to get his attention. Sort of a large and I head back to Alaric. Okay, so and Alaric, I, I, you... I suck back my ale on the way, so it's it's done by the time I, I arrive. It's it's certainly strong. It's not the best tasting ale you've tried, but uh, it gets the job done. There seems to be, for, for you, Alarak, you're looking for a table, are you? Uh, no, I was looking to make some bets on that uh, on that fight that was going on. Uh, make some money. <laughs> okay. Um, so there's a, there's a couple of people around there. Uh, two Dragonborn. One is a uh, Onyx Dragonborn. And the other one is a Slate Dragonborn. And outside of that, there is a, a human also sort of uh, busily watching the, the fight. And the two fighters, does one seem to be winning? Um, hard to say at the moment. They both look quite 
beaten up. They've got a few bruises to their eyes and, and face, and they're staggering. Uh, they're both staggering a little bit. That could be from the booze they've drinking. Mm-hmm. They're both dr- uh, drunk, but it all could also be uh, a level of punch drunkenness. Uh, five gold on the bold one. The uh, Onyx Dragonborn looks around and goes, Right, well, that'll be at least your minimum bets of ten gold, please. Minimum bets of ten in this place? Yes. You got a problem with that? I've got a problem with you. <laughs> make, make a perception check. Right. So that's a seven in total. You don't yep. notice anything at the moment. He sort of he sort of starts. Uh, he's he's very similar in height to you, so you're not mm-hmm. particularly looming over him as such. He just looks at you. Not particularly passive. He's uh, got a bit of a sneer on his fa- face. We're going to start doing the chest bump thing, Sonia. <laughs> <laughs> if if you do want to go that way, yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm getting into that posture. I'm, I'm staring him down as well. Okay. Are you are you moving towards him? You're about yeah. five, ten feet away. Yeah. Away. Yeah. Okay. As you walk up to him, you uh, feel a blade at your at your uh, chest. And uh, looking down, you see a halfling holding a dagger there, going, "That's far enough, boy. If you don't respect the people here, you can go." So those two are fighting. But this guy's a coward. Okay. Are you going to pay the 10 gold? Or are you going to turn around and walk away? Or do I have to spill your guts all over the floor? Can you make another perception check? (laughs) Right. That's another seven. That's another seven. So, I'm going to make a big show of it, getting sort of uh, squatting down a bit, getting to his height. Uh, I'd like to see you try. I arrive at that. If, if I arrive at the point, I, I'll, I'll, I'll jump in. Okay. It's at this point that Wabani is uh, walking with an empty mug and a full mug for Alarak. Alarak, I've you got your ale. Is anyone here looking for healing? These guys will be. Is that so? Yes, I I am an excellent healer. I mean, I have the presence of a healer. Can can't you tell? I your fighters there. They look like they need some healing. I'm sure that if they're your fighters, perhaps you would be interested to make sure that they are uh, in good shape for the next round. Any damage they take will be a lesson for them the next day. They don't need healing. Thank you very much. Well, of course right. not. It's clearly a rigged fight. Oh, are you rigging fights here? That seems not like the right thing to do. And I'd say that loudly enough so that trying to get it yeah, so the people in the area can hear. Okay, can I get you to make a perception check with Barney, please? 
Right. <laughs> that there God, is what's an with eight. the threes? Wow. <laughs> so that's a total of eight. Um, at three, this three. stage, though, it is quite obvious that about three tables full of people uh, are all watching this intently. And um, there's there's some people with their hands on their hips. Is... You, you would guess that there is at least 10, 10 people um, that are watching this exchange intently. The, is is the halfling sitting down? He's he's currently sitting down at one of those tables and is holding a dagger to the chest of Alarak. Um, well, here's what I was I was thinking that I would do. I would uh, set the my mug uh, down on the table for for Alarak, and as I'm bending down, I, I will voice a, a couple of. Um, so, so the table that the ha this is the same table the halfling is sitting at. So the Alark is kind of like right across from him. So that all the tables nearby are, are full. Um, he was walking towards the Onyx Dragonborn to uh, negotiate a, a betting price, and was walking past the table when he felt a dagger at his chest. Okay, so am I close enough then at the table that uh, I, I would be able to say uh, touch the the halfling you you would move you'd have to move up a little bit to touch the halfling but you could do that yeah so this is what i wanted to do i i wanted to move up to the table put alarak's glass down or his mug down with his ale uh and as i'm bending down i i you know just with the side of my hand that's got the mug touch the halfling at the and at that point um, you know, my other hand behind my back is making a somatic move, and I'm I'm vo uh, voicing a spell to basically mend the halfling's pants uh, to the chair. Uh, that's not how mending works. Yeah, I know it's not, but I thought <laughs> <laughs> I gave it a shot. It seemed like a fun thing to do. Yeah, but that that's not how the spell mending works. Yes, I it's know. It's mending two broken things together. Yes, I know. So I was thinking his pants were part of the tree. I believed it in my heart. No, it's okay. You can you can try it. I'm I'm happy for you to attempt it. Yeah, I'm going to I'm totally I'm going to totally do it cuz in my heart I believe this is going to work. Okay. Can I can I get you to make a slight slight of hand check, please? Sure. Better hope it's not another 3. I sure hope not. <laughs> 15. 15. Okay. So as you bend over to place the mug down and start reaching towards him you start casting the spell and you are able to release the divine magics towards him but nothing seems to happen but as you're doing that the 10 people stand up surrounding you and um, there is an unsheathing of weapons um, all around you as uh, at least 10 look uh, thug-looking people are drawing their weapons. And you can hear the halfling look up at you and say, I really wouldn't be doing that. This is your final warning. I think you guys need to leave. I'll just look up at the Dragonborn. 10 versus 2 with weapons? That's pathetic. Take my drink, skull it, and walk away. 
Yes, um, that didn't, wasn't quite, it was good to meet you, Mr. Halfling. And the pleasure is not mine. On I, I square my shoulders, I, you know, I make sure that my, my cloak and my hood are dropped down as much as possible, and I, 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 with every core of my being, I try to evince the healer's calm. Okay, so you, you attempt... That's this. Yeah, yeah, I'm aware. You attempt the healer's calm, but <laughs> yes, I know it's not. It's you as you as you leave the uh, filthy pig. The um, level of danger doesn't seem to degrade until you're actually outside. Well, Alarak, we almost had another incident. Damn! One day, they will say our names with proper respect. <laughs> Oh, they're a bunch of cowards just pulling down, 10 people pulling weapons in a bar. Fisticuffs. Don't, don't know what's going on. There's etiquette. There's social niceties and rules that need to be followed. This, yes, is, clearly, this is clearly a hole. This, this, this filthy pig tavern is just not respectable. Yes, I know it's not respectable. They don't follow the right rules, but they will know the dodgy brothers. I tell you that. I am sure them sons of bitches, they will fear us. Damn straight. Alright, head home. I reckon uh, it's probably a bad idea to just walk back in and start buying more beer. <laughs> just putting that one out there. there. There are other inns and taverns around the uh, city of Medanio. I think I already had some ale that was bought from Shady Pete before. We'll just have a quiet night. Sh- shifty, shifty, shifty eyed Pete. Yep. There we I'll, go. I'll, I'll buy a couple more of whatever I need to make sure that I'm good and intoxicated by, you know, uh, through the night. Okay. So as you guys head t- back towards your home, you uh, catch sight of a particular half-elf who seems to be humming happily to himself and has a, a, a jaunty step at this point in time. And you notice uh, Jace heading towards you. Jace uh, sees the uh, Alarak and Wabani and uh, gives a friendly wave and yells out, Hey, chaps, uh, how are you doing? Have you had as good a day as I have? Well, probably not. <sighs> Bunch of cowards in the pub. It's a terrible place. Terrible place. Cowards, hey? Mm-hmm. Eh? I must say, at my pub, there was some uncommon bravery uh, I got to experience, but um, yes, sorry to hear your day didn't go so well. Well, congratulations. Shall we head back to our place? You you can lead the way. Uh, I'd I'd lead the way to a place I've never been to before. I've been following Shifty Pete's instructions, and I have to say his instructions aren't the best. Lucky I found you at all. Yes, yes, lucky. Yep, that's the that's the term. It's just this way. Why are you so happy, Jace? Ah, my good man. When you're a little older, I'll explain it all to you. I'm old enough, and why do you look flushed? I tell you, I've had 24 years on this damnable planet he uh, gives you a 
pat on the back and says, it's a long time, but I'm sure it'll happen for you one day soon. Are you talking about sex? <laughs> ah, dear. So you uh, you do know what, uh, what, what happens there. Well, perhaps, you know, with a if you, little bit of... Uh, care to your attire and uh, you know uh, we uh, could find right what 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 race are you again what can't you tell I'm as human as can be I'm half of you are you oh all right then it's never never met are you ostracizing me I don't mean to any offence. No, no, not at I'm all. I'm offended. Well, uh, I do apologise. I do apologise. Uh, Tell me that you've managed to work some magic there and you've got Nessie under your thumb. Well, I wouldn't say it was my thumb that she was under, but uh, I certainly would say that I worked some magic. Mobani just kind of just shakes his head. This is not a good start for Dodgy Brothers. I would say it certainly was a good start. But anyway, let's uh, talk about something else if this is uh, making you unhappy. Mm. What makes me unhappy is that we cannot raise enough money to get Alarak home. How much do you need? Where, where's, where does he need to get to? I thought this was your home. Here. It is for now. God, no. This place is terrible. It's full of humans. <laughs> and I come right. from a much better land. Yes, I, I do not know the truth of his words. I know he's not from this land, for sure. But, um, yes... It would be good. Um, I mean, to, to be honest, I don't get treated very well. Oh, well, it's a shame that... Well, if it's money you want, uh, how'd you go with the guard? Did they uh, uh, give you uh, the expected compensation? And, and what about that bandit camp? Are they uh, interested? Uh, yes. Yeah, they uh, hired us for a job. We can do it tomorrow. But they want proof that that it's been dealt with, and I hope we don't have to kill to deal with them. I I hope there's some other way. Have you met a bandit before? <laughs> yes, I killed them. I don't want to do it again. Yeah, we saved you from two of them. Yeah, see, the bandits, they... They don't tend to be nice people, and... They're not likely to want to leave their camp and run along without some serious convincing at the point of the blade. Um, that's what I'm saying. Well, maybe that with the trade negotiations that are going, maybe we can influence somehow. Maybe they already are influenced somehow. Maybe we can deceive or and, and pretend that they, we know about their dealings with 
what was the country that Corbin said he comes from? Lord, Lord and Lady. Lord Danley. No, Corbin Brown. He said that he's he had the yeah, Danish country. Ah, yes, that's the one. Yeah, maybe we we say that we know that they're working for the government there, and uh, we've informed Modanio, but we potentially we have uh, a, an alternate solution for them. I don't know. Or we could just bonk their heads in. One or the other. Uh, now no. we're talking. <laughs> Can we not avoid... You know, is not there? Are your hands not bloody enough? How yeah, do like you, how do we just you missed a fight. deal with the? Well, I mean, a, a bumping of heads and whatnot, a little bit of fisticuffs, as you say, not a big deal. But taking life, I mean, doesn't that hurt you? What well, well, no, the are bad people? And the idea is to not get hurt. The idea is to hurt them. But you're not hurting them. You're killing them. Yeah. I, I'm going to sleep. I refuse to talk more on this. And I'm supposed to be the one who's drunk. It's at it's at this time that you guys uh, reach your dodgy brother's building. You can see that there's a, a light on on the first floor. There's a light on on the bottom floor as well. Uh, all right, uh, you can take the sofa there, uh, Jace. Maybe turn the cushion over. <laughs> Night. Um, all right. Well, thank you very much, and uh, we'll leave first thing tomorrow to sort out these bandits, shall we, Alarak? First, yeah. First thing, uh, well, Barney might need a couple hours to, yeah, you know, sober up a bit. But yeah, sounds good. I will stay downstairs on the spoiled, soiled sofa. Jace, you go upstairs. I do not want to to meet with uh, Lucy. So we, when we come to when we get there and the lights are on and whatnot, I, I don't even care that the lights are on. I just go through the front door. Okay. As as you open the front door, there's a a uh, lovely aromatic smell uh, wafting in from the kitchen, and you can hear that there's some sort of cooking going on. And it's at this point that your tummy starts to rumble, realizing you haven't eaten in a while. I didn't realize we had a cook a kitchen inside here, Alarak. Is that another dig at my cooking? <laughs> <laughs> well, fine. Next time I cook some delicious rat, you're not getting any. You don't cook it though, you just eat it. And I I'll cook it for you. You you put a little bit of fire on it. You don't cook it. And I go into the kitchen. Could make it a black and blue. Yeah. You can see Lucy at the kitchen cooking away. Has uh, some sort of meal prepared. She she turns around and goes, "Oh, it's you, like you blokes. Wait, who's that behind you?" That's Dimble. He's growing, and I'm thunderstruck. I'm just like. You know, my that's all. I, the one quip I can say, and then my my jaw's hanging open. Okay, so for you, Jace, you you notice this is a small human girl, sort of standing at the kitchen, uh, cooking some food, and um, she's she looks to be about 
you know, six, seven, eight. It's hard to tell. She's certainly a bit cleaner than what you guys saw her last. And there's some food in various stages of preparation across the uh, kitchen bench. And she's trying to look intently at your face, Jace. Okay. Well, Jace uh, says, oh, you must be uh, Mistress Lucy, the uh, young ward of th these gentlemen mentioned. Uh, pleasure to make your acquaintance. Right. Well, do something useful. Help me here with these sausages. Uh, Jace uh, uh, blinks and uh, then steps in and starts to uh, to help out. Um, are they in the pan at the moment? They, they are. She sort of moves away um, once you've taken over the sausages and starts preparing the vegetables. Alarak, we have sausages. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, there was oh tons God. of rat, mate. She probably made it from... It doesn't smell like rat. Yeah, she's put some spice on it. <laughs> How come you never put on spice? She looks to you, Wabani, and says, It's turmeric. You've not heard of turmeric before. No. That must be from the south. To answer your question, Jace, the reason is I never had the time. I got it from Dwayne's place. He's got quite the uh, selection of food. You should try his, his food sometimes. I think we had pie from there the other day. Well, uh, well, Jace is uh, in the kitchen. He's uh, he starts singing this uh, a silly little song that's popular with the uh, the, the younger children. Um, the younger nobles, Lucy. <laughs> um, younger villagers. He, he hasn't. Jace hasn't has much uh, experience with the nobles as he might pretend. Okay. It's got a good beat to it, and um, she's uh, before long she's tapping her feet to it, sub, uh, unconsciously so, or subconsciously so. And uh, so, soon enough, she has prepared uh, enough food. She had to add a few more sausages to the pan, but um, it uh, you find yourself at the kitchen table, and there's a, a fantastic spread that you haven't seen in a while. And I, I just stand, I'm still standing there flabbergasted. I'm like, Lucy, Donaru and, and Holy Donaru and, and Dunard, what? You can cook? It's part of my talents I have, yeah. What's it to you? Uh, clearly quite a bit. Well, think, think of it as um, an incentive to see that you spent your money on the right person. Now, are you going to tuck in or not? She starts eating the food without expecting an answer, not using any sort of utensils, just getting stuck in with her hands. I tuck in. Yeah, I'll take, I'll take a couple of sausages. It's not bad. You, you have a bit of a conversation with her and then um, it starts getting a bit dark and she retires to her room soon enough. Well, that was uh, an unexpected surprise. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, dinner getting cooked for us, cleaning, it's working. But we've got bandits to kill in the morning. We should get an early bed. 
I frown as he says that, and I just uh, finish finish off whatever's left, and and then I I say, ah, screw it, Jace, you get this, you can have the the soiled sofa. <laughs> um, all right then. Uh, I thought you uh, didn't want to go upstairs for some reason. Uh, too light. Cooked meal has changed my mind. All right then. Well, um, I, I, I get that I'm a guest here in your home. Um, I'll sleep where I'm put. Thank you very much. Okay. So this is probably a good position to have our five-minute break, and uh, mm-hmm. we'll see see you all in about five minutes. We are now live. Yes. So. Fantastic. So. So what's happened? Not too much has happened this this uh, episode so far. We've had uh, some interesting carrying-ons with uh, some bar patrons, and the party has found out that the bandit camp has been becoming a nuisance or a thorn in the authorities' side, and they've uh, requisitioned Dodgy Brothers Solution Architects to investigate it. Right, so it's a uh, twenty-five gold each to uh, get rid of these bandits. Jace uh, gives you a good deal. An interesting look. <laughs> is that so? Of course, it, it, it's a reasonable sum. <laughs> it, it's uh, is it reasonable in the sense of the uh, reasonable sum that the gnome. Uh, offered with the six gold. Well, see, yeah, because that's where the confusion came from. It was twenty-four, so it'd be then split between four of us because we had we had that gnome as well, so it'd be six. See? <laughs> mm-hmm. I think maybe I should come with you uh, when we uh, collect this reward, also. Yes, you should definitely meet her. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So it Jesus. is the next morning. So you guys mm-hmm. have had a refreshing sleep. Fantastic. Uh, so what I was thinking was we should, because they seem to be, I don't know, maybe they perceived him as weak somehow, um, but we should send Jace forward sort of with big bags of merchandise as though he's a merchant. He goes forward and we hide in the forest and go alongside. He's the ambush. That was my plan. What do you guys reckon? Jace? Uh, be bait? I thought we could uh, go back into the uh, the forest uh, where we uh, lost the trail last time, and I've uh, I've learned a new spells since then. I can uh, uh, picked up uh, a knack of uh, speaking to animals, <clears throat> so uh, I could interrogate some of the wildlife, see if they've spotted any uh, any humans in the uh, in the vicinity. We could find their camp that way. Both I'm... excellent plans. <laughs> well, Bunny, what do you want to do? I would rather talk to them and find out why they are doing what they're doing. I mean, maybe they need some healing, and that is a point of entrance. And after we enter, we can find out maybe... Maybe there's more than that. What we do not understand. Maybe, 
Maybe Difficult childhood, distant father figure, that sort of thing. <laughs> it could be something that maybe there's they're related to somebody in the city. Maybe we have another way to get better money than a hundred gold. Oh, sorry, seventy-five gold. Freudian slip. Seventy-five gold from. Uh, <laughs> nice gives uh, Alarak a, a big look. <laughs> Uh, except I didn't actually hear. I wasn't there. Uh, I wasn't in the building. That was medical. She wasn't there either. <laughs> so. Oh, you told him seventy-five too, did you? I didn't yep. tell him anything. He didn't tell me anything. Just that we got a job. Yeah. So, maybe, maybe we find out. Maybe they are under the employ of someone. I mean, oh. Yes, there is a word that we used to have in the village that I come from when you are observing the other, another tribe. Reconnaissance. We can do reconnaissance. Maybe you can use your animal speaking to get them to look inside. Um, the, uh, the animals can uh, give me fairly basic information uh, based on their limited understanding of uh, human affairs, uh, but I, I can't see through their eyes or uh, give them any sort of complex instructions. They're just not really capable of that. That seems like a terrible spell to have then. That is just dumb. Why would you have such a terrible spell? It'd be very useful. I, I think that uh, if we can get the birds to tell us where the camp is, we can take care of the rest ourselves. Maybe they just tell you where their droppings are. I don't know. You cannot see through their eyes. This is not good. Which is why I think we should dress him up as a merchant. But you have weapons in the bags. They're not actually... Oh, that is a good idea. <laughs> You're not disarmed. You're just hiding your, hiding your rapier. While we were waiting for Wabani to wake up from his hangover, um, Jace went out and picked up a bag of seeds, a, a bag of bird seed, uh, to in furtherance of this plan. Okay, so that'll probably set you back one copper. Okay. Okay. I still think that just trying to get your plans to ambush them or to what a flying creature of power and blazing eyes and deal death this is just utter nonsense uh, I mean, everyone's a critic I I think it's going to be the best plan and uh, if, if you're not prepared to go into combat with these rogues then I'm, I'm not sure that uh, this is the mission for you. I mean, perhaps Alaric and I could uh, go down to that, that pub I saw on the way here and pick up a couple of heavies and we could uh, take care of business while you and um, Lucy uh, prepare dinner. What is this? No. What if Cordwin, these are people that work for Cordwin and he uses them to... Uh, cause fear in Modanio so he can get better trade price. 
Well, so we'll leave a couple alive and interrogate them. Okay. Sounds like a plan. What? Maybe we can use them to get that chest from Cordwin. I mean, all this is contingent on finding them first. We should do that. I say we do reconnaissance. Learn. Become educated. We are grifters. We don't just walk in there and fight and what, get a hundred gold when we can make a thousand? Uh, right, sorry, Freudian slip. 75 gold when we could make a thousand. I mean, you do raise a good point, but I think so this information might be found rifling through their pockets. Well, let's not kill them. Let's go find one and, you know, you know bump them on the head and, you know... Then we go and we find out. Okay, bonking on the head. I sort of, I'll give Jace the, not going to be doing that. We're going to be killing them, look. Just when the moment uh, where Barney turns his head. <laughs> Did I see him do that? Uh, were you trying to hide it? Yeah, I was waiting until he turned his head. <laughs> then, no, you, you missed it, well, Barney. <laughs> All right, let's go do our uh, our scouting then, shall we? Yeah, yeah. Well, we can head towards the spot just before we found you being uh, you bravely and very successfully holding off the bandits. Okay. So you guys set out from Medanio, and on this day, you find the weather is beginning to change. Low grey clouds are coming in from the east and there is a definite chance of rain later on. As you work your way northwards once more, hoping to find out more on these brigands that assailed you earlier, you catch sight of a small group of small humanoids travelling slowly towards you. So with the skies getting grey like this, I I say, Holy Donaru, am I doing the right thing? Give me a sign. You're going to roll a religion check for that? Yep. That there is a three. A lovely three. So you stand there for a moment and uh, nothing seems to uh, assail your attention that would uh, indicate any sort of connection with Donnaroo. wind, the clouds. Damn it, Donru, you're never ever clear. Ah. So what are you guys going to do? Are you clearing yourself off the path or are you going to investigate? Or Small humans? Uh, Small humans? No. Stored forward uh, with confidence. Agreed. Okay. When you get closer, the group of people emerge as a small collection of halflings, tinkers most likely. Usually though, they are, uh, sorry, unusually though, they are on foot and there is no sign of a horse-drawn uh, caravan among them. 
Their slow shuffle is uh, accentuated by small clinks and chimes, a sure sign that these halflings are indeed tinkers. One of the women witness within the group notices you for the first time. Her eyes brighten and she races towards you. I, uh, yeah, sure. What's, uh, what's going on? How can we help? As she gets closer, uh, you, you see that uh, uh, this, uh, this halfling is of, of average height. Uh, she has mouse brown hair styled in ringlets down to her shoulders. Her clothes are bright and colourful but uh, clash garishly. Her dress runs down to her knees with the dress's strong purple swirling to bright oranges then somehow merging into vivacious greens. This is all offset by a multicoloured light shawl filling, uh, filled with browns, yellows and reds. Unfortunately, these clothes are dirty, ripped and torn. The woman's face, too, seems grazed and dirtied, with the slight hint of tears, uh, tear streaks leaving a clear line down her cheeks. She looks up, looks up to you and says, Oh, Saviors, you, you must help me! My, po- my poor child! They've, they've taken my poor child! Please, help! Who? Who who's taken your child and where and why? Bandits! Bandits took my child! Can you, can you please get him back? What, what happened with a bandit? What with a halfling child? He he was in, in the caravan we were taking to, to Medanyu. Oh, I, I can't bear to, to think what they would do when they found him. He was in right, the bassinet. This is, this is your moment to shine. Negotiate a good deal for uh, taking out these bandits for me. <laughs> uh, rest assured, madam, we will uh, uh, chase down these bandits and uh, bring back your child. We're, uh, uh, no doubt you will uh, richly reward us for this heroism. I I don't have much. We, we are only uh, um, poor tinkers. I, I um, p- could possibly get you something um, if, if we meet up in the future, but uh, I, I really don't have anything to uh, to give you at this point. You can see that I, all I have is the clothes on my back. Madame, um, you said you were coming on caravan. What caravan is this? What what goods are in this caravan? We, we bring um, just a odds and ends normally we we help fix and uh and uh mend things that uh people in cities don't have time to do we um sometimes on can you fix a couch reupholster it (laughs) make it clean i i could try yes yes we were also holding um some uh goods that uh, could possibly be of of use to um to sell in Medanio, the the high quality goods. You are coming from where? We were coming in from the uh, Verdant Commonwealth. We we've been travelling for quite some time. I see. And this child is your child. Yes, yes, Ormonds. I I hope he hasn't um hasn't been killed. Please, please, you must help. They, they disappeared yep, into the yep. woods, not, the woods. not three miles north of here. Three miles north. Were there any uh, identifying features? 
three miles north. They they, they took the caravan and um, it sort of. But the area was there. A, the area was there a little creek? Was there a bridge? Was there any big rock? It it all happened so quickly. I mean, they they killed my my husband and some of the other men there. You you will find their bodies. Excellent. Um, on the landmarks. Road. Okay, landmarks. We can work with that. Let's head up north. Okay, well, let's go. Um, madam, I suggest you go and see uh, Thelma at the guard's house and report this to her. We shall uh, go off in pursuit. Uh, where in uh, town shall we meet you? Um, I Well, I, I don't really spend much time in town. We usually set up outside of town. But um, where, where would you suggest? Well, we need a place where we can bring you back. Uh, your son. I, I, I'm happy. I'm happy to stay here. It's probably a bit dangerous here. Uh, why don't you stay near the guardhouse once you've told them that? Okay, I I, I will take my colleagues and, and and we'll meet you at the northeastern gate. I would suggest perhaps you stay closer to the southwestern gate. Why, why, the garrison is close. Why would I go to the southwestern gate? Surely behind the walls of, of Medanyu I'll be safe. Have they, They've not breached the walls of Medanyu, have they? You said you were wanted to stay outside the city. Well, that's where we normally stay, but you guys suggested inside, so we can hang around the gates of the northeastern... Oh, uh, yes, well, of course. I just thought okay, perhaps we'll you would it. stay close to the garrison might be safer. I will, I will um, leave one of my colleagues at the northeastern gate, and, and the rest of us, we will retire to the garrison, if, if that's possible. Please, you must Probably. Yes, because you can speak to the, the one called Thelma at the, at the garrison. And make sure you let them know the Dodgy Brothers Solution Architects have sent you. The, the what? S solution Architects? I, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. Yes, DBSA, that's us. Uh, Alorex taking off at a half sprint. <laughs> okay, Jason's following after him. Uh, once we're out of earshot from the halflings, Jason says, Well, this is a bit of luck. Uh, with a cart going through the woods, they'll uh, be leaving a trail that uh, we can't help but uh, follow. Yeah, it shouldn't be too difficult. Uh, I reckon uh, uh, tracking them is going to be easy this time. Okay, so you, you um, head about uh, another mile up road and you notice there there has been some sort of affray recently in the in the last few hours. There's a, there's a couple of mm -hmm. shallow graves uh, on the side of the road. And it's a good thing we got for, uh, landmarks because she said three miles. Indeed. And you do notice that there is a, a small hunting trail off to the right that has been widened by some large device rather recently. The, uh, some of the branches have been snapped and, and torn. Oh, perfect. Can't miss it. Okay. Shall we uh, give chase? We should. Let's uh, give it a go. Uh, Wabani, you following with? Oh, I... Yes, I suppose. Okay. So, you follow the trail of the captured Tinker's Caravan 
not finding it hard as it has left an easily identical pair of wheel ruts in the dirt trail ahead. The caravan, caravan's passing is a little while ago, uh, oh, passing a little while ago, has damaged some of the trees adjacent to the trail, and the nearby fauna seems a little agitated. As you progress further down the trail for about an hour, you glimpse an odd sight. A small wooden and reed woven basket lies on the ground, and some sort of winged creature flies around it, sometimes landing near the basket to talk before taking off again to fly towards some trees. Um, can I? We go closer and have a look. Yeah, I'd like to see. Can I get a better look at whatever it was that was flying? Ah, you can, sure. Are you guys stealthing, or are you just... I think we'd be trying to move quietly, wouldn't we? We want to give a... As we uh, get closer, yeah, now we're on the track, actually hunting them off the... Yeah. So can I get a uh, group stealth check, please? It's so 15 for me. 15 for Jace. 14 for me. I'll say... What's <laughs> that? 13, 16. 16. I love, I love you rolling with disadvantage, and yet you still roll the highest. <laughs> oh, yeah. This, uh, this chainmail uh, loincloth is definitely uh, making, it's making it a bit harder. Okay. So you um, start taking it a little bit slower and keep to the edge of the forest trail, walking with a uh, surprising level of dexterity, especially for Alarak. Um... As you get closer, you notice that the creature ahead of you seems to be some sort of small humanoid, completely naked and lacking fur. Its leathery hide is a dull, reddy brown in colour. Its most notable features are its wings that look bat-like in nature and are almost as tall as, as the creature, and its thin barbed tail that has uh, that is currently uh, swishing around a little bit. Do so, I recognize it? You can make an arcana check. This is a 15. 16 for Jace. It's a little bit difficult to ascertain for yourself. Um, you possibly have heard stories about creatures like this. It seems to be an imp. And with those stories, do, do I know if it tends to be uh, an evil creature or? Um, no, you just know that, um, that this is a, it's called an imp, but uh, you don't know a lot about the actual history of uh, imps in general. But it's in a basket like a baby. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's mm. flying around the basket. Um, sometimes oh. coming back. Oh, right. Okay. So, at, at this distance, you guys um, can hear that he uh, seems to be speaking to the uh, basket in common. And uh, he sort of, uh, he's got something in his hand that he passes, uh, tries to pass on to the uh, whatever is in the basket and goes, Yes, I mean, look, the, my uh, old... Goblin friends used to say, "Do not eat green meat." And you can see this—this this meat is not green; it's—it's it's fresh, it's red. You should eat it. 
and stop your crying. Yes. Mm. What? No. Right, well, I've got two guesses what's in there. It hasn't, no- it hasn't noticed us then, so we've managed to get up close enough to observe it and hear it, but it hasn't noticed us? That's correct. You're, you, there's a, it's a, in a small clearing, so if you were to progress any further, uh, it would be much more difficult. But uh, where you are now, you can observe and listen to it. Uh, listen to can what we, Do we see what's in the basket? Yeah. No, not from where you are. You'd have to be very close, within five feet, to see if there's anything in the basket. And it, it was speaking in common, yeah? The imp? It was speaking in common, yes. So I, I whisper, I don't know this creature. What is the play here? Let me guess. Kill it? Well, I was about to say, it seems to have things handled. I was just going to leave it. It's fairly obvious what it's feeding. If that's the baby, we need to get that baby to return it. Um uh, but uh, so do, with with Jace's arcana role, he he doesn't know uh, anything more than the, the creature's, creature's name. Is that right? Uh, the type of creature it is, yes. And imp. does he know it's a fiend? Um, not no no. You you know that they they're not natural to this world, but you don't know where where they actually come from. Okay. Okay, that's that's some sort of outlander creature. Um, I'm concerned about its intentions towards uh, towards what is presumably the halfling child. Should we uh, approach? I mean, yes. he seems to have things under control. <laughs> Does he? The bad child seems to be quite unhappy. I suggest the same. Let this bring okay. the child to its mother. This is babies should be with mothers. So the backup plan is we kill it. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> okay, Jace uh, has his crossbow in his hand now, and um, is uh, signaling to the others that he might he's ready to walk forward. I, I, I just step out, uh, you know, wrapping myself in my cloak, dropping my hood back down again, you know, kind of e- 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 evincing and emoting the healer's calm as best as I can. And I say, greetings, I see you, ha- you have found the child. As, as you guys uh, uh, start moving out and Wabani starts to talk, the imp looks up at the group and goes, stop, who is it that has come here? It better not be more of those bandits. You will we find are... nothing but death here if that's the case. I am of DBSA. DBSA? Become... Yes. Dodgy Brothers Solution Architects. I am here to help with the child. Really? Well, I'm here to look after the child. If you get any closer, be careful. You are here. I I provide healing. Make make a uh, persuasion check. Crap. I'm not good at this. Seventeen. Woohoo! He sort of 
looks at you for a second goes healing you say yes well he's had a uh a, a scratch on the face maybe you can heal that yes yes but don't do anything stupid or you'll feel the sharp end of my tail so i i, I come up and um uh go down and kneel down beside the baby and uh, if it's hurt indeed i i, I will absolutely use a, a healer's kit um some band-aids and whatnot to to heal the baby okay as as you well, sorry what were you going to say so w- while this is happening jojo steps forward and says uh uh we have been uh sent here by the babe's mother what is your business with the child he looks to you jason goes i was summoned here by the poor keeper and here i will stay by the, the what keeper? keeper the boar keeper yes he keeps boars are we talking pigs ah uh, so you have been summoned uh and you're uh performing a service for the person who summoned you yes i will bring bring uh, protection from um anyone who would cause it harm the boar keeper is my master usually sometimes like my um Uncle Fred would say, sometimes you may have to grovel early and grovel often, but also you may want to uh, shoot from the dark and not not from the path if you want to uh, get past certain things. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, as you get closer, Wabani, you notice a, a small child lies in, in this uh, protective bassinet container, bab- babbling quite happily to itself. It's uh, wearing a onesie with similarly similarly bright and colourful clothing as the halfling tinkers you have met on the road. Blues, mm. greens, pinks and maroons swirl and spiral all over the outfit. The child um, has dark brown hair that uh, falls down to its head in ringlets and it seems to be holding some sort of wooden animal toy. Oh, not, so I, of course I'll, I'll I'll heal it as it is and I'll be and I'll heal it and look down at it. I have no idea what to do with uh, babies and whatnot and, and I'll be like Well I guess we take it to its mother. Um that seems to be the smart thing to do. Wait, the ball it's keeper okay has a now. mother? Yes. We met wait a minute. You believe the child has no mother? Wait a minute. He called the child the boar mother, the the boar keeper. Yes, he's he's the boar keeper. Yes. This the child summoned you. He did. Yes. You think that's so stupid? How, how old is this child? Is this child a baby actually, or is this, it a, just a an infant, a toddler? Th- this child's about six months old. Am I getting like an ominous vibe? Do I hear like Latin chanting? Around this kid, <laughs> I'm gonna. This is hit. It's like dark black. <laughs> <laughs> um, the child he's summoned you. As you look down, you can see that the child, the toy that the child is holding, seems to be fashioned as a, as a wooden ball. Right. So it's a small so, ball that he's holding in his hand. Is it possible that this child... I mean, I, I look at this baby closely. Is I mean, is it 
really a child? Like, is there anything that, that you know, uh, looks off kilter that might say this is an illusion or something? Okay, if you want to check that it's an illusion, make... Well, I'm... I'm debating. I, I look to them. I, I look to to uh, Alarak and and Jace. Maybe I should do a detect magic here. I mean, sounds like a good idea. And if the imp says he belongs to the child, I don't know. Is there illusion? I don't know. Has Jace ever heard of any stories of? Uh... Babies summoning extraplanar creatures. <laughs> Make a very specific check. story. That's a 15. That's a 15. You rack your brain and uh, no story seems to come in, come to mind about an a, uh, exoplanetary creature and a baby. Well, this is a new one. Huh, poor keeper, eh? Hey, this is so much fun. I'm going to take that tracking stone I had out and just start, start waving it around as though it was really fun. Wanting the, the kid to get more interested in that than the, the, the boar rattle. I want to try and then snatch the, uh, the boar rattle. Gently, I don't mean like, snap, like meanly, but hey, I, I, I'm trying to get it off him. Okay, so it's, it's not a rattle, it's a toy. Right, right. Um, but uh, okay. So as as you get close to uh, the uh, toy, a, a bolt of energy uh, is summoned out of the toy and then catches you in the chest. And um, the the imp sort of uh, sc- uh, screams in fury and goes, "I told you, stay back from the boar keeper." So you take. Oh, 50 only damage. One, only one electrical damage. What? Ow! And I'm just kind of uh, uh, sitting down, um, cross-legged, and uh, whispering some prayers as I uh, do a detect magic as a ritual. Okay, so you're doing detect magic as a ritual. Yeah, 10 minutes. Can I uh, do a uh, arcana check to figure out what just went on with that lightning bolt? Uh, yeah, sure. That's a 19. So the lightning uh, emanated from the wooden boar, and in your experience, toys usually don't do that sort of thing. So you've got a pretty good understanding that this toy has some sort of residual magic in it. It's good of the kid's mother to mention this to us. Um... As, as you're looking at that, uh, Alarak has a look around and he, um, you notice that there seems to be some drag marks uh, across the dirt nearby. Leading Is it the same the dirt marks we've been tracking? No, no, those those were cart track marks. These, these are wider and shallower. So, you've already uh, had some people come around here, have you? What's gone... What's going on in that way? I'll say to the imp. Well, the, uh... the boar keeper dealt with that. Those bandits won't be coming back anytime soon. That's for so, um, anytime soon. That's for sure. 
yeah, the best end to an argument is the end of it. That's at the end of a sharp stick. That's what uh, my uncle uncle says. Uncle Gobbo. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. So, so something came from that direction. It wasn't bandits anymore. What actually came from? I'm pointing towards the tracks that have been the the shallower ones. You were saying. What's wow. what went down that way? So the, these are drag marks from basically where the bassinet is out into the forest. That was the uh, remnants of the uh, bandits. I dragged them away. They seem to be disturbing the ball keeper. Right. So right here. I'll be back in a second, lads. So if uh, Jace turns to the to the imp and says, "So um, we've the ball keeper's mother has asked us to bring him back to her. We're that be permitted? Ah, uh, yes, definitely. Right, and what will you do? I will probably go back and um, wait to be summoned again. I okay. Attached, I am attached to the boar and and uh, serve the boar keeper. You're attached to the boar, I see. Yes, yes. Do you know how the ball came to be in the hands of the ball keeper? I do not know. This is uh, this has been it's been a while, but it's, it can be hard to tell. But I I, f I feel like it's been a while since I've been out. Okay. Well, Jace turns to Alarak and Wabani and says, "Well, I, I think that." Uh, as much as I uh, am keen to uh, take the fight to the brigands, uh, perhaps taking this young child back to his uh, mother is uh, more more urgent. <sighs> All right. Well, um, I, I said I'd be back in a second. Have I found these the the dragged off um, ones down the track? Or was it just like thirty seconds away from the kid? Yeah, so you, you move um, up to the edge of this clearing and you notice that there's about four or so uh, bandit bodies just lying there. They seem to be uh, in, almost you would think that they've been struck by lightning. Oh, fantastic. All right, I'll collect the proof. So that's like four more scalps. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, head back. To, yeah, that sounds like a main if you really want to. So we can do that. We do need to find their hideout, but it's... Uh, you, how far from the town were we? Um, you've travelled for about an hour east from the oh, main easy. road. So you're not too yeah, that's far. that's not a problem. Yeah, yeah we, we can take another two hours to do that. That's no worries. As, as you've uh, returned, the ritual that Wabani was casting is finished and um, you, you get this feeling of uh, residual magic uh, about this area. It's it's rather faint, but there is a, a sense of, uh, of evocation magic and um, transmutation magic. And the, the source seems to be from the, the boar itself. So I, I indicate that to the, my companions, and that that's just it. So it, it it's just uh, comes from the the boar and its evocation and transmutation. 
uh, yes. So w when you have a closer look at the boar, uh, it's at this point that or Ormance uh, sort of turns the boar a little bit in his in his game of playing with the boar. I think he's starting to chew on the wooden toy. And um, you see a, a flash uh, on the underside of the boar toy. And um, you, you catch sight of a, an odd little image that is sort of slightly glowing with magic. It's a eye within an inverted triangle. It seems to be carved on it. I point that out to Jace. Do you see this? Interesting. Does that mean anything to me? Uh, you can roll a history check if you'd like. I was going to see if I recognized it as 18. well. Six for Arcana for me. Okay, neither of you recognize that symbol. A, a, a baby with an item of considerable power, I believe. Hmm. It's curious, especially since the child's parents didn't seem to uh, be See, very wealthy. Uh, Mr. Imp, you have been with the boar keeper for how long? What, this, this boar keeper here? Yes. My name is Masquin, by the way. Mateo. I, um, this is the first time I've seen this boar keeper. Before this, I was, uh, a boar keeper to a goblin. And how long have you been with this one? This is the first time I've seen this boar keeper. I see. Now... Where the hell is Alarak? Uh, I was just round in the corner coming back, uh, having found the, uh, what the imp dragged off. What, what did you find over there, Alarak? Uh, just these, and I'll chuck you them. <laughs> For... Did you search the bodies for anything other than taking their hair? You know what? That would have been really smart. I'll be back in a second. <laughs> I'll come give you a hand. Mr. Uh, how do you say? Maswin Mateo Monkey? Masquin. My name is Masquin. Hmm. Masquin. Uh, that's an interesting name. Now, you are... You are... Uh, new to this particular new uh, this boar keeper um is it what would happen if i i i seen my friend uh the orc was struck by an electrical blast when he mm, went to relieve the child of the mm, interesting item is there a proper procedure for passing this item? I am unaware of it. But I see. notice that the bandits tried to take the item and see what happened to them. Okay. And so, um, you know, I'll, I'll return back to the baby and I'll be like, 
Ah, oh, little one, I healed you and we are taking you back to your mummy. You miss your mummy? And, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll do my best to try to be, you know, like, um, someone who's good with kids. <laughs> make, make a perception, uh, a uh, persuasion check. Sure. Two! You, you, um, when, when you bend over, you, you do your surprise face, which actually, uh, comes out as quite a scary face. Yeah, instead of peekaboo, it's like, a bit, bit like Ice Age when the saber-toothed tiger is doing peekaboo. Peekaboo! Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And um, the the baby starts bawling, and um, you hear this hum nearby, and a, a bolt duck. of electricity sort of uh, streaks towards you. Can I get you to make a dexterity savings throw, please? <laughs> uh, that would be it's, t- it's totally how uh, Wobani would do it. Eleven. Okay, so the the bolt uh, catches you in the chest as you as you attempt to roll away, and, and you're oh. singed for two lightning damage. Damn, that hurt. That was not the way to do it. Oh, Masquin, you not helping very good here. I told you, do not hurt or try to attack the boarkeeper. I did not try to hurt the boarkeeper. I healed him. Oh, babies, I just do not understand. So Masquin sort of uh, moves up to Ormonds and goes, it, It's okay, it's okay. Look, look, I've got uh, I, I've got this. And he starts um, doing a little dance jig uh, to entertain the baby. And it sort of uh, calms down a little bit. goes, hee hee, It's calmed down again. What, I, want to hear, I want to hear the noises that the baby made as it calmed down a bit more. What, what exactly did it sound like? <laughs> a bit like that. You want me to keep going? No. Uh, is, 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 is it like a? I was hearing a bit of cat in there as well. So is, 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 it a, <laughs> is it a tabaxi? Is it half thing? What's the? Right, no, fine. Um, so, did we find anything on the bodies on the other? Make make an investigation Ma- roll. Just, just one of you. You have advantage because I'm helping. <laughs> I might no. need it. Um. Oh, okay. You can roll uh, an additional one. <laughs> oh, roll an additional on. one. Yes. <laughs> oh my lord. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it. You only seem to find a purse on one of the individuals, and uh, there's uh, a couple of gold in it. Ah, oh, fantastic. Uh, and Jace is with me? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jace, uh, yep, he, he's a, uh, yep, split it three ways, here's your share. I'll do this one honestly. Appreciate it. Okay, I'll push it out to everyone. That's the one gold that you got for your scalps before as well. As you look over uh, back to Waban, you see he's, he's on his ass, um, and there's sort of a bit of smoke rising from his shoulder. He looks a little bit dazed. Sounds like a regular Friday. All right. Uh, so what are we? What's the plan here? Are we getting them back home? I think. So. I think we have to. Yeah. It's all just a bit too weird. And I don't think we can leave a young baby in the care of that creature, even though it 
seems to be doing everything it can to take care of him. I, uh, um, getting up from my ass, um, and having seen Masquin doing a dance and making that a brr, brr sound, I do the same thing. Well, that was the baby making that noise. Um, oh, that was the baby making that noise. Yeah. Okay. I thought Masquin was. All right. So I do the same dance that the Masquin was so that I can try to get closer to the, the basket. Okay. Make a persuasion check. One. <laughs> Natural one. As soon as you start getting close to it, it, it starts crying again and wailing. And uh, another bolt sort of streaks towards you. Bugger. You take do another I, do I get four a chance points of lightning damage. Um, <laughs> no, no, because you were trying to okay. entertain it. Yeah, alright. Once again, you see Wabani sort of get knocked back and lands on his ass. Well, okay. I do not know if I care about this uh, boar keeper baby anymore. It hurt me badly. Jade turns to Masquin and says, um, Masquin, we're trying to take the baby back to its mother, and uh, Wabani keeps getting electrocuted. Can't you do something to help us here? Well, if um, that weird fellow wouldn't, would stop, you know, scaring the child, maybe you'd be able to carry the basket. Yeah, well, Wabani, yeah, you're just going to do it like this. And I'll approach Ma- confidently and not trying to scare him. <laughs> but not trying to do the silly entertaining stuff anyway. It's, okay. You know, playtime is over. So you, Serious business so you, now. Let's go home. You, you walk up to it and the, and the baby's calmed down a little bit, looks up at you and sort of uh, it, it seems to be staring at your mouth. It, it certainly hasn't seen a half-orc before and uh, it seems entranced. So you should be able to pick up the basket with no issue. See, Wabani? There's no issues. It's easy. Solutions. I have just been the architect of one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we've got to get back get back to town. They were just outside town, and get back here. Now, you are going to be a problem. I'm going to say pointing to the uh, the imp. Well, um, I I will hang around as long as I need to. Um... If we get anywhere near a city, I'll, I'll just disappear into the ball. Yes, <laughs> into the ball. Oh, there we go then. If you can do that, sounds like a plan. Okay. So you guys uh, take the the basket back towards Badanio. Yep. So I, I uh, knocked off two healers, get one for healing the baby, and then one to heal myself after uh, this experience. Okay. Well, you'll have to roll a uh, yep. healing surge on top. Yep. Okay, Which is a waste first. if I can. Uh, can I get rid of one of them? I'll give you one damage so you can do it. There you go. There. Okay. Okay. Done. As, as soon as you make your way to back to the road, uh, Masquin goes, Wow, looks like you you know where you're going. And um, he sort of concentrates for a little bit and then... A, a sort of a, a glow seems to su- surround him and he starts shrinking and shrinking into a, a small little white light 
and once it's down to the size of a pin, the, the white light sort of races towards the bore and disappears inside. Oh, I mean, it's not going to be our problem. It's uh, that halfling woman's. We'll get this kid back to her. We never said it wouldn't be accompanied by a strange flying thing with a giant stinger. That was never part of the agreement. Well, you seem to have calmed the child. Maybe you should try to take the um, item now. I do not think it would be wise to give this to uh, the mother. The mask one said that he, his previous owner was a goblin and he's only just met the child. So I think somehow by accident, something happened. Maybe we just ask the mother to give us that boar as part of the payment. She can get it off him easily enough, surely? Surely. Well, there we go. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing it. It stings. Yeah. <laughs> Me neither. J- can Jace? Jace is going to have a go. Um, so he'll uh, approach uh, the the child and uh, uh, he uh, sing a song to the damn thing. He'll he'll sing a song. He'll sing a song, and the, the kid's obviously quite attached to the uh, 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 to the uh, to the thing. Um, uh, Jace fishes around his backpack and he pulls out a. a, a a candle, and he uh, starts uh, waving the candle around, and he offers offers the kid a swap, offers to swap the candle for the the boar. So the the um, little kid is uh, once you look over to it, it seems to be chewing on the uh, boar currently. Uh, it's got a couple of teeth coming through, from what you can tell. Um, and uh, when when you have a, a lit candle swaying back and forth, it uh, looks up at you. Oh, not lit, not lit. Oh, no, okay. So. Just, yeah. just a normal candle with, uh, without the light, right? So you sway a candle back and forth. It sort of looks up at the, the candle and uh, blows you a bubble, and then goes back to chewing on the on the ball. So um, if Jess tries to do a bit of a swap, you know, he'll sort of, uh, reach out with one hand, offering sort of thrusting the the candle at the at the baby, and the other hand reaching for the uh, uh, the boar and saying tar. <laughs> as as you get close to the boar, a, a bolt of electricity uh, jumps towards you. <laughs> oh, great! I, I get a turn too. You, you take one uh, electrical damage. Okay. Rolling. Well I think the kid can keep the boar. <laughs> and, and when when that sh- the bolt uh, come uh, is shoots out to your your hand. Um, uh, another light emanates out of the ball, and uh, Masquin pops out and goes, "Hey, what did I say? Don't touch the ball!" And then he goes back into the ball. <laughs> oh dear! Don't suppose that you can mage hand the boar? Is that a spell that you know? It's not one of the spells I know. Neither. Would you even know the spell Mage Hand? Would... Mm, I don't know. Would I? Well, you've. I ha- how many wouldn't. times have you spent with a mage? Well, probably. wasn't there? Wasn't that D- Dimble used it inside the sewers? I don't 
fairly sure he grabbed something at distance. He might have. I didn't think he had that spell, but uh, maybe not. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> you, you guys head back towards the, the town. And it's about mid-morning when you get back. It looks like Kara, uh, that halfling that you spoke with earlier, is at the uh, entrance. And as soon as she sees you carrying the bassinet, she sort of races towards you. D did you found him? Is, is he alive? He, yes. he is. Uh, it's quite peculiar. He seems to have found uh, an object of power. You give it to him? What, what, what is it you're talking about? We, we don't carry things. Let, let me see him, please. Please. Yeah, yeah, he's just in here. I'm sort of slowly uh, having, having to squat down, put the, put the basket on the... Pass it over to her. And uh, as, as soon as she uh, races up to the basket, you hear the baby go, Mum, 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 mum. And uh, she she picks up Orbitz and uh, hug, hugs hugs uh, him tight. And goes, are you are you okay, Orbitz? Oh, oh my God, you you're alive! You're alive! Oh. Yep, yep. You're welcome. <laughs> What's happening to the boar when all this is happening? The boar's fine. It's it's inert currently. Where where is it? Is the baby holding it? Or is it in the basket? It's. <laughs> You guys are so keen on it, aren't you? <laughs> we are snatching this toy from the baby. It it is in the it, it is in the baby's hands at the moment. Curses. <laughs> Good halfling mother of a dangerous baby. The toy this uh, your child carries this item is the object of power that Jace has mentioned. Um. We would highly recommend that you relieve your child of this item, uh, but be warned: when we tried it, um, we got smacked with electricity. It uh, did not tickle. What this this thing? It's just a family heirloom. It's been with us for generations. Hasn't done anything. You're shitting me. No. And it is the payment for uh, rescuing your child. I think that's fair. Listen, I, I I cannot part with this thing. This has been with us for generations. Yes, there is an Oh yeah, it's, it's clearly here. much more valuable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was there's an imp inside there, and his name is Masquin, and he said that prior to your child being named the boar keeper, uh he belonged to a goblin. So Yes, maybe it belonged to your family for generations, but I think at this moment it would be in your best interest to uh, have someone who is more familiar with such magics. You, you wish to take a toy away from my omens? What kind of people do you think are you? The ones who just rescued him? Yes, exactly that point. Listen, I, I, we, I will see what I can do, but he is very attached to that thing. If you, there was if you, four we, bandits that were about to kill him. We had to take care of these bandits. Make a deception check. Look at the belt of my friend there. You see how we had to kill those bandits. Make a deception check. Perception? 
deception. Ah, You're lying to her. Fudge. Uh, I, I'm, I'm trying to... Uh, you, isn't that right, my her. friends? Isn't that right? Mm-hmm. We had to mm-hmm. deal with those. I'm trying to get them to aid me in my. Well, I'm waving the. No, I'm, wa- I'm waving the things. <laughs> it's a straight deception. Fifteen. Right. Um. She hesitates for a second and says, "Look, with, with, without the, the, the caravan, and and the goods inside, we we will be destitute and um." And it may be that we can only live with this item and, and possibly selling it for the money that it's worth. Here, if, if you, if you I get... give her 20 gold pieces. I give her 20 and I say, here you go. Take this. You're, you're offering 20 gold pieces for the, yep. the, the uh, boar? Yep. Okay. Um, make a persuasion check. Oh, fudge. <laughs> Chase! <laughs> No, it's you. I know. Ten. Okay. She she hesitates and says, "Look, I, I will see what I can do about convincing Ormans for uh, to to let go of this toy, but he's extremely attached to it." Um, well, it, we can get another toy. <laughs> but but look, if if you can. Retrieve the the items that have been stolen as well. That would go well on uh, our way to uh, uh, to help, helping us. Sure, sure. We'll, we'll go rescue I, your worldly possessions for the toy. I, 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 I feel like we're already well on the way to helping yeah. you. We've yes, uh, we... returned your child, uh, and you seem to be uh, very. Uh, Reluctant to offer a, a smallest trifle uh, in by way of reward. If, if this object has protected him so far, why do you think it's the smallest trifle? Protected him? What? You you said that he was um, surrounded by brigands, and yet that we slayed. He's, he's, he's uninjured. Yeah, we because we got there just in time. Is, is that what you say? You also said there was an imp that uh, was was summoned by the sink. Is that true? Yeah, it was a horrible, scaly, red, evil-looking thing. You should have seen it. Yes. Right. Ormonds, can, can you bring that back? And um, she, uh, she sort of whispers something to Ormonds, and, and uh, all of a sudden, the uh, bright light of uh, Masquin sort of shoots out of the uh, the uh, boar and, and appears again. What 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 am I doing here? I'm surrounded. What what who who's this? And um, Kara looks at uh, Masquin and goes, "What are you? What how how did you come out of this thing? I I am I am uh, attached to the boar keeper." Your your child here is the boarkeeper. Um, See, everything we said, <laughs> Kara. We are trying to make sure you are in the best thing is done for you. Thank we have said we will retrieve your goods, but uh, we are just saying that we thought that your child was more precious, and that you know, child plus goods would be something that you would be. Amendable. So she she looks at Masquin and goes, "They said that um, 
you um that they protected poor ormonds from uh, from bandits D did you see this and masquin uh sort of looks at you guys and uh, narrows its golden eyes and goes no they weren't here the wooden boar did it it shocked them and who would you believe lady people who brought you your child back or some strange entity from god knows where <laughs> and did nothing to help your child um so can you make a persuasion check please <laughs> who is this um uh it can either be alarak or wabani because you're, you're the guys that have mentioned something Chase is decidedly sure thing, quiet sure, at the moment. Yeah, sure, I'm glad we brought the charismatic bard. <laughs> oh my god, there we go. that's a 19. 19. Nice. She uh, looks to Masquin and looks back to you and then looks to Masquin. Says, you're a, you're a strange creature. How, how can I trust you against these people who have saved my, my child? And uh, Masquin uh, looks at you and goes... I don't think, I don't think they're as honourable as you think they are. But if I can't convince you, then I will be off. And uh, with a bright light, he uh, vanishes back into the ball. Well, it's uh, it's a strange item indeed that, um, that uh, a creature such as that could, could come out. Listen, uh, he's Orbitz is still attached to it. But um, if, if you give me some time, maybe I can convince him otherwise. Sure I thing. You work that on that. Wise. And we'll uh, go get your worldly possessions back. Okay. So did you pass over the 20 gold? Uh, you will get the 20 gold when we get the item. Okay. You mentioned that to her. She goes, yes. Okay. If Although you bring up the I feel poorly that you have nothing now. My heartstrings are tugging. You can take five gold, uh, so that you, uh, in, if you need to get some things in town. She, and she I give her five uh, nods gold. and and and, uh, and takes the the gold readily. It says, "Thank you. Um, I I will meet you at uh, 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 at near the the garrison. I think." I nod my head and I just start. I I walk away. Jace turns to the mother and says, uh, I don't trust that creature. Please keep a, a close eye out for her. Okay, I, I, will, I will keep an eye out. Hopefully Ormond doesn't need his uh, presence again. Thank, thank you once again for saving him. He's, he's precious to me. It was our pleasure, ma'am. Have a good day. And, and you, thank you. And with that, she sort of turns and uh, heads back into the city. Well, holy shit, that was a close one. I've, I don't think I've sweated so much in in a long time. Yeah, strange that, the cover. <laughs> that was that was some very good rolls. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I said just the right words in the right combination at the right time. It finally uh, played out. See, Jace, some, some, I'm learning. 
I may not have hey, your you could looks. learn a few, you, you could learn a couple of things from Rabani actually, Jess. That's how you persuade <laughs> someone. Yeah, damn you, you son of a bitch, making me do all the talking. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. My just my heart just wasn't in it. Trying to take that from that poor woman. No, uh, this is not the well, about wealthy, us. wealthy We're doing peop- the, the right wealthy thing. people. Uh, I'm very happy to. Uh, Use all my charms to uh, take them for for what I can, but uh, poor but destitute woman. We are missing the point. There was four bandits trying to acquire this item from the child. D- this suggests to me that it wasn't just bandits willy-nilly. It seems like they knew the child had this item, and they were wanting the item. They could give a shit about the child. That's a very good point. We should head back and make sure there's no more bandits because four or well, six now doesn't exactly make a bandit camp worth sending people out for, does it? Well, it also tells me that there is someone else in, involved in this. So I, I think maybe my, maybe it's not Cordwin, but maybe it's someone else like a Cordwin. If, if bandits are as dumb as you say, then... Who is the smart guy behind? I see what you're saying. We should uh, go up and interrogate a few. Mm-hmm. Let's Wait. head back up. They're only bonk, an hour away. Bonk them on the heads. Non-lethally. Mm-hmm. Again, I, again, I shake my head to Jace the moment he turns his head. <laughs> Jace gives you a look of understanding. Um, before we go, I, I think that um, we probably need to stop at the shop before we go because I my healer's kit is starting to run low and I'm concerned about how many we might need so on, on the way out of the Modano uh, want to stop at a shop where I can replenish the supplies in my healer's kit yeah okay or, or stock it up with more. So um, you can, you've can you only used uh, four, is that correct? Yes. Okay, so that will set you back. Uh, it's five silver for, uh, per check, so that'll be two silver. Uh, two gold, sorry. Okay. Can I try to uh, haggle? <laughs> For the, for the sake of brevity, you haggle down to the normal uh, price. All right. They were, they were upsell, uh, attempting to upsell you. All right. Back up to 10. Cool. Okay. We're good. I, I resupplied. I'm in better shape now. We can move out. Let's head on out then. Find okay. these bandits. So you um, head Okay. Head back to where you found Ormans and uh, Masquin before. And um, you, the, the trail of the caravan uh, leads further into the forest. It's, once again, a fairly easy trail to follow. So uh, as you venture forth uh, following the trail of the caravan, you make good progress. After a bend in the track uh, a little bit further on, you catch sight of the object that you have been uh, tracking. Up ahead is a large wooden carriage. The carriage presents similar traits to the halfling tinker's clothing. 
is a wash with colour with blues, greens, yellows, reds and even some brown. Even from this distance you can see some damage has been sustained to the caravan. Vicious score marks run the length of the caravan where you suspect tree branches have marked it. And it seems one of the caravan's wheels is broken and... Uh, and uh, 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 one of the caravan's wheels is broken under all the rough treatment. The light has dropped significantly as well, even though uh, it is uh, reached early afternoon. Menacing grey clouds blanket most of the sky as the first few drops of rain start falling. Any people? Uh, make a perception check. So with a 10, you uh, scan the area. You, you can't see any movement from um, your vantage point. Okay, um, I'll stealth closer up to check it out. I'll hang back. <laughs> that was a nine for stealth. Okay, so you're stealthing up and uh, having a look through? Yeah, yep. So you progress further towards the caravan. Uh, having having a look around, you cannot see uh, any bandits nearby. It seems seems this caravan has been abandoned. And looted? Well, you can make an investigation check to see what's inside. Fifteen. Okay, so you uh, work over through the the caravan and you notice that the caravan certainly can't be moved any further. The the back wheel, one of its back wheels has uh, totally been destroyed so cannot be moved. It looks like the bandits have cleared it out of uh, any valuables since they can't move the caravan anymore. So any any signs of uh, equipment has been taken with them further east. Wabani, is it... Uh... Do you have the magic to repair the broken wheel? I, I look at the Jace and um, and I'm like, well, I'm not sure. I tried. I thought this spell worked in such a way and I tried to, you know, kind of prevent a barter fight and it didn't work. So I'm... I'm not sure this little bit of magic works, but I can give it a try. So I will attempt to mend the the wheel. Just gonna have a look at the uh, spell. Okay. Spell repairs a single break or tear in an object you touch. As long as the t uh, so you um, lean lean over and the uh, the several spokes on this wheel have been shattered. It will it would um, you you may be able to t uh, mend one of the spokes with this spell, but it'll take a while to completely mend the wheel. Yes, I think. I might be doing able to do this, but it will take uh, probably oh the rest of the day to fix the wheel. Uh, there's a lot of little little mendings. Hmm, interesting. 
So I can't get the person's pants to stick to a chair, but I think I can fix a wheel. Okay. Um, should we wait or should we should we continue? This could be a good spot for me to cast speak with animals. Uh, if we can uh, take ten minutes for me to cast as a ritual, uh, perhaps you could work on the wheel while I do that. I think in ten minutes, maybe I might be able to repair half of this one spoke of the many spokes. So, I um, mean, sure. I mean, uh, got nothing better to do, I guess. Hey. <laughs> Okay, so as as Wabani gets to work uh, mending the wheel, you, you get about uh, uh, a couple of spokes healed and fixed at that point. You probably get about three broken spokes to go. Where While Jace is uh, concentrating on sensing the uh, animals nearby and, um, and working out the, the language to speak with them, and once your ritual is finished, you... Uh, have this ability to uh, converse with the animals you you uh, hopefully can seek. Excellent. Uh, do I see any animals nearby? Maybe birds, by preference. Uh, make a perception check. Eighteen. Okay. You you look around and you see a. Uh, a crow sort of attempting to uh, find some cover as the uh, rain starts to beat down. I call out in uh, in bird, I say, Friend Crow, uh, come over here. It's dry and I have seed. I would like to talk to you. I wish your wisdom. So w- Wabani and Alarak hear a horrible c- c- cacophonous cawing from Jace as he starts mm-hmm. to speak to the crow whereas uh, jace you see the uh, crow look look at you suspiciously and then uh, flies down uh, and keeps probably about uh, two feet away from you on, on a branch nearby and goes ah who speaks to me that way a human how odd what is it you're after i would like to know what you have seen in these parts. I am looking for some other humans, and I know that uh, crows see all. I will pay you in seed. Is that so? Leave some seed there on the ground, and I will try it to see whether you are indeed bringing uh, a uh, wholesome meal. Jace shakes, sir. A quarter of the uh, bag of seed onto the ground. He flutters down and, and starts chewing on it uh, and, and swallowing it quite quickly. He seems to be enjoying it. Oh, that was good. Thank you. Yes, um, there has been uh, some disturbances uh, recently. That uh, brown and wooden thing on wheels um, came through here not two hours ago and, and sort of was abandoned by strange two-legged creatures that uh, kept on going in that direction. It sort of points a, a wing off towards the east. They were leaving in quite a hurry. Did you see where they came to a stop? Oh no, I um, saw a, a, a good um, 
worm to eat and uh, flew off in that direction. But uh, they were definitely heading east. Okay. Well, I uh, I thank you for your uh, uh, for your information. And I thank you for the lovely, lovely birdsey. Do you have any more? I I do have more, but uh, I I think I might need to keep it in case uh, I uh, need to pay. Uh, in case I find a bird who does know where these uh, uh, these humans have gone. Do you, do you want me to go hunting for them? If you give well, me some more bird seed, maybe I'll do that. If you if you could do that, yes, there would definitely be bird seed in it for you. I see. Well, um, one moment, I, I will be back in about um, I don't know, uh, twenty minutes, I think. And and it uh, with that it sort of takes flight, and uh, you hang around. Uh, are you doing anything in this time, Jace? Um, Jace is going to find somewhere uh, to just hide, I suppose, um, and uh, somewhere with a bit of cover and hide and, hide and uh, just keep an eye out for any bandits that might approach. Okay. So, um, about half an hour later, uh, that same crow comes back to you and looks at you and goes, Craw! 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 Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and it looks expectantly at you. Oh, no. Jace casts uh, Speak with Animals uh, using a spell slot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Can, can right. you hear me? There's, oh, a, there's yes. a camp. Um, and I think I saw some uh, uh, some of those humans again. Probably about more as the crow flies. <laughs> uh, uh, about, about an hour away. Excellent. Thank you very much for that information. Um and uh, how many humans were there over there? Um, it's about four or five, I think. Uh, Jace uh, uh, offers the uh, the basket of the, the, so the, of the Jace offers the bag of seeds and says, "Thank you very much, friend Crow. That was uh, exactly the information we needed." It's my pleasure. And he starts tucking into it. Are you leaving any seed behind or are you uh, letting him eat the rest of it? He can have the rest of it, I think. Okay. Okay, I think this is probably a good time to leave it for, for the night. Thank you very much, guys. And thank you, listeners. Thank you. No worries. Yep, thanks Everyone so much there, uh, Dua. That was pretty cool. And thank you, viewers in Twitchland. Yep, and uh, we'll pick it up next week so i'll just cover uh just hold on a second do, 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 do. so yeah uh so thanks very much for listening i hope you had a good time remember you can find us on twitch youtube podbean and discord see the details there's uh in the twitch descriptions below and, and if you want to vote come join us on the filthy pig discord server thank you very much till next week